It's just like all my due dates between now and four, four weeks from now. <laughs> well, that is how it works. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, then you lay in hospital just like the baby pushing out for two whole weeks. Imagine the pain. Baby's two oh weeks Lord. old before she finally gets out. What, what an intro to this campaign, let me see. Uh, <laughs> what a massive baby. <laughs> what, <laughs> what a long child yeah, that is. It's just, it's just, <laughs> if it's not a baby, it's just like two miles long. It just keeps going. <laughs> just two no. weeks later, you're still at it. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. Can we remove all of this from the final draft, please? Sweet. Long baby <laughs> staying in. Long baby staying in. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, actually, no, Dave, you're on one baby duo. Get on that. You know what? I do have to challenge you to tablet tomorrow, so maybe. <laughs> He's got trouble. Hey, what better intro, right? All right, true, true. So, um, so what are you going to draw for us today? One long, baby. Long baby. <laughs> long baby. Uh, baby, baby, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying when you. The only, the only response you get is like, so an adult? <laughs> start a campaign in Vilfire, one continent of many in the world of Idun, and it is home to many different races. This new era begins with the unveiling of the walkway of the world, made to connect the countries within Vilfire and to allow for free trade and travel. The Gold Kingdom and Mialdar's eventual agreement allowed for the joining of their main routes, finally opening the second-to-last border and making Volfire almost entirely free to roam. The races from each country have their own stances on this newly formed allegiance, some opting not to engage at all, some opting to deny it, and others opting to embrace it. Your story begins within Goldguard, as they celebrate their achievements with a winter solstice ball, Invites were sent across all countries of the continent. The ball lasts several days and spans across the entirety of Gold Falls. All those in attendance are expected to wear their finest regalia, celebrate heartily and remain anonymous. Queen Artemis and King Zophio are in attendance and will spend the majority of the celebration in the midst of the attendees, though during the evening dances held in Gold Castle, they are seen atop the ballroom, looking over a balcony, studying their guests. You find yourself attending one of the evening dances alongside those who travelled with you. You are among the few who are left to be announced, standing in the entranceway. You're required to keep your mask on until you are fully announced to the attendees. Welcoming Guardian of Minta and Guardian Daemon of Vaporis, 
Come as spokeswoman and spokesman for the glitty homeland of Wicker Edge. They also go by the Napoleon titles of Tranquility Curator and Thrill Sentinel, respectively. The pair in front of you enter through ornate double doors. One, a five foot eight pale blue and navy woman with fins atop her head. The other, a four foot anthropomorphic frogman. They head through and the attention of the caller turns to the largest group that is left to enter. He whispers something to one of the older women before his booming voice shouts out, The Yarke family, pertaining of mothers Valoran and Lanathra, followed closely by their twin daughters, Imri and Imra, and their youngest child, Lyria. No hoiborn titles hailing from Alviven. Quickly, you are ushered through by a small dreamier lady while the caller turns his attention to the next crowd. Adventuring party, under the name of the Jade Hawks. Members include Zeno, Waxy, Vatir, and Avi. Recently said to have slain a troll in the forests of Taldale. Proud members of the Taldale Adventurers Guild. He turns his attention once again to the last of the crowd. Last to enter, but in no manner the least of note, a small company of three members. Akan woman Sadris, surname redacted, Alvine man Taujun, and Rhaegar companion Ganzal. No highborn titles hailing from Liko. As the last of you enter through the ballroom, you're greeted by the sight of an ornately decorated room with large windows lining the far wall below, and above the balcony atop which the king and queen stand looking over the crowd. Many members of the crowd are removing their masks and fanning themselves to keep cool, and you see many races that you have encountered. I'll take you over to that page now. Yay. And I'll I'll copy that stuff over for you. (laughs) Thanks. I don't know what just happened. It just refused to work. You heard most of it. I'll just send the last part to you in in PMs. Yeah. Oh shit! Is that is that Lunians? Ooh. Oh fuck! There's a a very eclectic selection here. There's a lot more than just Lunians. And it just it's a lot more than just Lunians. Um Lyrios never see other Lugans before there's my family. <laughs> the easiest way for me to have set it up is to have is to have uh Lyriel and her family sitting together in a corner just because they came in first. And uh to have you Tao and uh, Ganzel moved over to the left hand side of the room, sort of just sitting not really sure how to interact yet. Uh, sorry, Tao, I am taking this entire food on alone. <laughs> I'm laid across the entire thing <laughs> with, a, with a glass of wine in my hand. <laughs> there is uh, this one well. small dreamier woman that you can see down next to Lyriel's family at the moment. She is uh, running around with a sort of platter of fine drinks and foods for you to take if you wish but uh, she only has so many because she has small hands so as soon as her first tray is taken she runs out, runs back in with another one ten minutes later she's the only woman that really seems to be serving and there's quite a lot of people in this room so 
she just sort of running in and out. What would you like to do at the moment? There's a lot of dancing happening in the middle of the room. The small frogman that I mentioned earlier is now playing the piano, while a woman clad in yellow and black clothing with a hat so wide that it covers her entire face uh, is sort of lounging lay across the piano, singing a quiet song that other people are dancing to quite comfortably. Is that wildfire? It is. <laughs> I um, I did, a, I did a quick look around the uh, around the room over and I look over at town and I'm like, whoa, would you look at this place? It's uh, it's quite swanky, isn't it? I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've ever been here somewhere with this much gold. Me neither. It's very fancy here. You know, I was very excited to come to this ball, but what do you do at one? Um, I think you're supposed to dance. What do you see? There's not many people around here who are as small as me. You do see that there's one so, other Rhaegar woman in here. So I have to dance, like, with, with somebody's knees. <laughs> and I'm not about that. <laughs> what about them? That's a Rhaegar too, isn't it? I'll look over. There is uh, actually two Rhaegar women in here. I forgot to mention that Ruxy, the woman that you've met passively, is... Uh, she's Wolsey, right? Yeah, she's from Wolsey's Stronghold, and she's quietly having a conversation with a giant Olvine woman. And uh, there's another Rhaegar over here that seems to be quite comfortably talking to her small group of friends and not really anyone else. You know, I know that one there. That's the closer <laughs> one. I know her. I met her really? once uh, at a tavern in uh, Wolsey's Stronghold. That was really it. I don't really have anything interesting about, uh, about her. Just... She is familiar. Why not go find out more? I look around. Is there anyone else familiar in this room? There is, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Because you've been a bit more travelled than your companion, Tao, um, you sort of look around the room and most people, you can vaguely tell just by the way that they hold themselves, they're probably of higher stature than you're used to talking to. Uh, most of them seem quite comfortable in this room made of gold rather than uh, the sort of hunched over way that a lot of the this small group here and the small group up here that are also hobbled away all seem to be kind of hunched over trying to draw attention away from themselves because they don't feel comfortable in this area everybody else is sort of high standing up tall quite comfortable this man down here who has very large ornate orange and purple wings is sort of throwing them around and doing this very elaborate dance while the sort of underdressed bearded man next to him sort of just sort of cheers him on but isn't really joining in. And uh, as you glance further around the room you notice that you do recognise this particular Lunian, not so much the other ones that sort of have her same skin tone. You can kind of pretend they're probably related in some sort of way. You have seen her before though. What did we do to get in the, uh, into the fancy people room? Everyone here seems to know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, we seem kind of out of place, don't we? Yes. Oh. Would you? Come to think of it, I do recognize one more person in this room. Um, and they start, like, just stand up on top of this food on. And very unceremoniously <laughs> sat around the room like... Right, um... Oh, what was your name again, um... Irel? He's shouting <laughs> very, <laughs> He's shouting obnoxiously loud enough for you to have noticed him. 
quite easily as he stands atop this uh, one that makes him about the same height as a regular human. Oh, good lord. Everybody else in the room sort of uptightly turns to look at him and then gets a couple of shushes, especially from uh, these women down here on the left-hand side. <laughs> so Mary just kind of just turns and just kind of tilts her head slightly and like points at her, like tilts even more. He raises his thumbs to you. I'll be a moment. Your family sort of squint their eyes as you walk away, but they don't they, they don't make any <laughs> movements to stop you. They just kind of keep a close eye on where you're heading. As the next yeah. walk, I just turn to all the people who like totally shushed at me and like a very over the top like five rotations of my arm bow at them. <laughs> you so Lyria's gonna kinda kinda quietly stick over she she's not sure exactly how to react to this person she, so she's gonna focus us fully on him. Yeah. Makes sense. Probably recognizing him but like, oh I know him and then kinda skipping forward a little bit. Uh, Hi This man here gives it a sort of hearty laugh as you do the bow, but he also then immediately jumps back into character of being like stern and aggressive. Uh, the other woman at the table, this woman sitting here has her face in a book and didn't even notice that you've shouted. <laughs> this woman here gives you the worst look you've ever experienced in all of your travels. She made, like, that one moment of eye contact made you want to jump off a bridge. She also Lillian? Yes, this whole corner is Lillian. Okay. And, uh, this woman down here just sort of, like, glances at the woman that gave you a stern look, realizes what her action is and then tries to copy it but okay. isn't quite as intimidating. So we're the matriarch and the two dogs and the dad. Possibly. Okay. Oh hi! Um I just realized you probably don't know my friend over here. And that's like tap Tao on the arm. Uh, this is Tao. Uh this is uh you know what I kinda got your name it's like Iran something like that, right? It's it's very close. It's very, very close. Uh, it's Lyriel. This is Lyriel. Um I met her at the same point I met her actually and I point towards the regular woman. Ruxy just sort of like two fingers salutes over at you but she's still in the middle of her conversation like one day so I don't really know much about her but you know welcome well pleased to meet you but I hold out a hand she kind of (laughs) leaves entire hand I feel like now's a good time for the three of you to give a vague description of what your character looks like just for each other and also for if this ever goes live anywhere so uh, we'll start with the the one that's just been introduced. Lyriel, what do you look like? Oh my goodness me. Uh, Lyriel is a pretty decently tall Lunian. She has uh, horns that almost touch and uh, she's 6'10". And let me just, uh, to make it easier for me as well as for everyone else, just so I can more... So we'll see better, but of course I don't find the actual artwork that I made. Okay, whatever. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. <laughs> Screw me. Uh, but she has this long, dark hair that uh, goes down pretty decently far. Very much a purple theme going on with her. Uh, there we go purple theme but her horns almost looks like there's kind of like galaxies and stars she's kind of going up and up while they're darker at the base and I'll press the one button everything is going wrong 
but she is smiling a lot and during her entire way of walking over to you guys she was humming Simil couldn't stop herself even when she was trying to avoid the Lunian dude seemingly in front here I believe he yes. was Lunian yeah, trying to avoid because he's not entirely sure how to act around other Lunians other than her family so but she I believe that we're still are we still wearing shoes yes unless you specifically chose not to for any reason your parents would have deliberately tried to get you to wear shoes to this event <laughs> forced to wear shoes yeah. you know what she basically grew up wearing shoes anyway so she's pretty used to them by now She's also wearing shoes, which is kind of odd for a Lunian, I suppose. Well, yeah, I was about to say, for those of you that aren't from the Lunian heritage, you notice that there's a very stark contrast with the two bottom half corners of the room. The ones on the left-hand side are very uptight. They don't interact with anyone else except from the man who's doing a bit of a dance on the dance floor, but still not interacting with anyone else. Uh, they are not wearing shoes. They're wearing very loose-fitting, almost see-through clothing, which... A lot of the people on the dance floor are feeling very uncomfortable about, but they don't seem to be phased. Uh, the people on the right-hand side, however, are clad in, like, cotton or more cotton-based clothing. It's a lot heavier and denser than the clothing that the other side are wearing. They're wearing shoes. They're kind of uncomfortably glancing over at the Lunians on the left-hand side of the screen. There's a bit of a, a distance between these two lots of people. Uh, do you want to explain your character now, since you're the one that was introducing everyone to everyone? Sure. If I'm probably, I'm, I'm a small man. Yes. I forget the exact height, but I think he's like two something, three something. Like he's really. Did small. you say? Did you say two foot nine? Two. There you go. Yeah. Probably around there somewhere. He's a small man. Um, I guess for I guess for people who aren't familiar, because like these are all custom races. Yeah. I guess it'd be um, he's like mo most comparable to like a goblin. I guess you'd say like he's short. Green, little tusks, big ears. Big ears, big bat like um, ears. Yeah, big bat like ears, a kind of bat like nose. Oh, yeah. I don't know Yeah, he did. A big bat like man. <laughs> um, uh, but he um, he has uh, very, he's wearing not very much, he's wearing like robes mostly, very fully pants. His fanciest clothes. Big puffy, fully pants, his, his fanciest clothes, <laughs> which are just cold robes. Um, he has like a blue ribbon around uh, one of his arms. Uh, clad, I don't know if they allow us to bring weapons in. Uh, they allow you to keep one weapon Only of choice. One? Yeah, you you caused a lot of hassle when you entered having about sixteen hundred weapons on you. Usually, cladding weapons. Very very like kind of a little bit uncomfortable now that he's not. Yeah. Um, his his uh, his clothes scheme is green, obviously. Then he's got his um, browns, but he has uh, the trim on his clothes are either blue or purple. Uh, constantly has claws, like he has like um, he has like a set of like I guess Wolverine claws, but on with two prongs rather than the three. Mm -hmm. uh, like but attached to his hands, not like coming from his hands. Yeah, like wrapped uh, around. What else is important about him? Uh, oh, he's got really weird colors, colored eyes. He's got like. Um, like a blue and purple like mist for for coloured eyes, rather than like one black colour. Um, I guess that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for reference, which of your many weapons did you choose to keep on you? 
I assume I can't blind get in the claws and something else. No. no. I'm assuming from that description that you chose I'm go the, the claws. claws. Uh, no, actually, I probably leave the... Uh, no, yeah, the claws are sentimental. I've got okay. the claws. Okay, the claws. Uh, Lariel, do you have a, a melee weapon of any kind that would be notable on your person? Uh, that depends. If her parents was like, yes, you should have one thing on you at least. We'll say that... You were allowed to keep one, but they have a hold of it rather than you have it on you at the moment. Okay, so Lyria's parents has a rapier on them. But I have a feeling that Lyria was allowed to keep her. Uh, I decided that she's going to hold her Lyra on her today. Because yeah. Lyria. Instruments are allowed. I also have a dulcimer in that case. Okay, yeah, you also have an instrument. <laughs> it's a really weird, like, long... Uh, like string instrument that you like lay on your lap and play like a I guess like a piano but also like a guitar at the same time it's very strange <laughs> yeah that I think I have one of those actually cool and I'll learn how to play one but the final lot. character would you like to describe yourself Tao first of all y'all got some fancy characters <laughs> galaxy horns and misty eyes you know it <laughs> you hmm <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you describe first. <laughs> first off, he's got a robe over most of him. A yellow robe with flower design on it. Mostly green and white complemented. As for the face, it's very blank in a sense. But he has a main pair of big eyes and then three smaller pairs underneath. He's got some they're called Calicarae, but think like pincers coming from out here. No nose, no mouth is visible. He's got black hair, long, kind of unruly, tied up in a ponytail. And when he went to shake your hands, you could see possibly underneath the rope that there were more pairs of arms in there. And I believe that's it. And you are bright blue. Ah, yes, I'm bright blue too. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I like this team. Guys, we are we have a green man, we have a purple lady, we have a blue man. This is great. It's a very good color I combination. Because I know that Dave's character's uh, scorpion, but yeah. it's alpha scorpion. Does he have a tail? He has a little scorpion tail? He does have Yes. I didn't mention it because it was hidden inside yeah. the room, but since I mentioned the arms, I might as well mention the tail as well. Yeah, it, it kind of, every now and then as you swing round to talk to someone, it peeks out a tiny bit. So anybody that's really observant would notice that he has like a small sort of pincer tail on the back that quickly gets tucked back underneath whenever he realizes. Because I'm just like, Just quickly gets tucked back. Also, I really like the contrast between uh, the the Lunians on the left side and the Lunians on the right because Lyriel is just kind of she's a, she's like a little sun. She's smiling the entire time, like oh, this is a social gathering. There's just so much fun. Well, these people are, like scowling. They're all shit. scowling. Even the yeah, man every time someone looks at him goes back to scowling while he's dancing. This <laughs> dancing dude have fun over here. Yeah, he looks terrifying. They're all quite scary. The least scary one is probably the one with her face in the book. She's got the most normal-looking face. The two, yeah. uh, the one that was learning how to act from the woman, has horns that grow out of her cheekbones rather than out of the top of her head and form into one full circle. And uh, the man that's quite joyfully dancing alone. Uh, has horns that grow out from his eye sockets, so he doesn't actually have eyes. Jesus Christ. They're quite 
scary looking, and also it adds to it that the woman that they're with is very stern. Uh, as you guys are all sort of talking to each other, your friend Tao just sort of awkwardly shuffles near you. She's sort of standing as close to you as she can be without physically climbing on top of you. But you two both notice. You've met her once or twice when you went to see Tao, but you don't know much about yeah, her. Yeah, I really don't want to remember anything yeah. about her anyway. <laughs> uh, and Larry, you notice that there's this one sort of woman with messy red hair. She's definitely not dressed for the occasion. She's wearing, like, the best she could make out of some, like, I guess almost like a sack. Like, she's ripped a sack and tried to make it into a dress. Like, she's she's tried her best to make it look good, and with the materials that she had, it does look good. But in contrast to everyone else here who's got high-class materials and are used to this sort of world, she's not got the best outfit, and her hair's not tamed even slightly. She's tried to look presentable, but even next to her friend, Tao looks way more presentable than she does, and she's just, like, relying on him to guide her wherever they're going to go. I just look at her. You know, you could have asked for an outfit. Well, she just sort of like, she looks around at the fact that you're talking to people that she doesn't know and sort of like, just tucks herself back against the wall and crosses her arms. Uh, Lyria would actually kind of like, hi there. She sort of like, puts out a hand and in this sort of like, She's like trying to muffle her voice under the music, so you really have to listen. But she she mentions that her name is Sudris, and then goes back to sort of pushing against the wall. What, what did she say? Sudris. S U D R I S. You obviously having met Akin people before know that she is an Akin. Otherwise, you've not really remembered much about her. By the red hair yep. and the pale skin. Yeah. She's an Akin. <laughs> do they have tails? Well, they have tan skin and they do have tails. Sorry, tails. She does skin. not. Oh. I won't bring that up. You know. <laughs> Let's not talk about Let's it. Let's not talk about <laughs> a, a missing tail is never good. You do notice that there's another Akin woman up here who's uh, who does have a tail, but barely. Um, it, it looks like it's either still growing or didn't quite get that last sort of inch that most Akins have. And she, she seems to have this like feisty attitude to her, completely different to Sudras. The people that she's with both seem to sort of be like done with the situation they're in. They're here for a purpose, but they don't really want to be here, whereas she's sort of like looking around and trying to interact with anyone that comes past her, but also just sort of like everyone's sort of brushing her off. She seems like she's probably being seen as a nuisance by most people. Question. Mm -hmm. Is that up in the right, almost, yeah, he's close to the right corner, middle quiet. Is that, is that the fucking chief of Wolfsley? Yeah. Okay. He's just saying, all right. And bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you notice that, you notice that if he's here, Chances are, a lot of the people in this room are probably of the same sort of rank as him. And those. And then there's you guys, and the two groups of people that just don't seem to quite fit in. Ganzo would probably jump up like he's the guy, so he'd be like, Oh! Um, 
I'm gonna be honest. It's really nice being uh, being in a place that's uh, this fanciful, but uh, I don't know. This isn't really my thing, you know. Do you get uh, Do you just open the door around here? I mean, I don't. I don't really know, but uh, I just noticed that the chief of all this lays here, so this probably. Uh, wave over him, see if I can catch his attention. Okay. As, as she sort of oh. gestures to him and you wave over to him, you notice this sort of hulking human man sitting on a chair that seems a little bit like it's too fancy for him. He's got this, the skin of a wolf hanging over his shoulder and his head. And he's sort of like, he didn't listen to the rules about not having several weapons. He's got like two daggers and a sword on I him. I didn't want to listen to the rules either. And he's sort of like, you can tell even just by glancing at him, his, he's wearing these heavy winter boots. He's obviously overheating here because you're next to a molten gold river. And this man is in heavy winter clothing. So he's, he's hiding his face, but every now and then as he looks up, you see like a sort of rosy tint to his cheeks and an obvious sort of sweat on his brow when he sort of puts his head back down again. Stubborn man, I swear to God. You do notice, though, that every time someone goes past him, they give him a very respectful sort of understanding nod. Everyone seems to have some sort of love for this man, with no real explanation as to why. Uh, the only person that feels a little bit uncomfortable around him is the rabbit man up the top right, and he just sort of like hops past quite quickly. He sort of notices it's him, gives him like a nod of understanding, but then hops away. Everyone else seems sort of in awe of him, almost. And he doesn't seem to react to anyone. Even when you wave to him, he sort of like glances up and then tilts his head back down to hide his face. I feel like if Lyriel wants to cause a scene and make the loonies down here hate her, she could talk to Mr. Rabbitman. <laughs> you could? She knows him. You also notice that around this time, the uh, the frogman on the piano changes up his tune a little bit. He makes it a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more party-esque. And you notice like a few people in the room sort of turn around to him and be like, what are you doing? But he just ignores them. Can He's I, just off. Can I join in? Yeah, you can join in. I pull out the, the dulcimer from the lap and just go, ding, 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 ding. Roll me a, a performance for your dulcimer. He's just, he's given up caring. He started off this very professional, fancy music, and he's just like, nah, this isn't fun. This is boring. Uh, so he just brings it up a bit. Uh, I love him already. For this charisma, you're sort of joining in on someone else's song, trying to enhance it. It's more of a performance thing. Hey, yeah. 23. You're sort of, you're not adding much to the song in terms of you're not like trying to change the tune to your own tune. But you're definitely adding enough that people are like turning to you and sort of like going like, yeah, that's a good addition. And like a couple of people are glancing around now and a couple of people are dancing a bit faster. The man down here that's supposed to be stern has started jigging a little bit. I want to make eye contact with him and just like, like bounce away with him at the same time. I I contact. <laughs> I was going to say, you try to make I eye contact. I actually probably can't see her if he can, he has a special way. So I make eye you contact look at with him. him. Yeah. And you sort of match his pace. He's definitely jigging, but you can notice that as soon as you look at him, all the other women in that corner all sternly look at you, including the woman with the book. She had to put her book down to turn around and look at you. I just look at them and continue <laughs> balancing like a big smile. 
you get a couple of sighs. The girl with the book doesn't really give you any kind of reaction. She just sort of stares at you because she had to and then goes back to reading. The other two sort of give like a and then continue what they were doing, their small conversation that they're having between each other. You do notice that every now and then the, the stern woman that gave you the, the look of the devil uh, tells this girl off for reading at the party and they have a small argument and then she goes back to reading anyway. Maybe Honestly, uh, Lirio kind of like has quick side eye to see like the reactions and just kind of looking at Gensel. She sees kind of like while she's talking to him, just kind of strategically placed her over here for some strange reason and has have her back towards them, not looking at them, <laughs> just <laughs> strategically moving herself in a way, just making it a bit harder for them to see him. They are also um, the only people bringing down the mood in this room. Everyone else is sort of... Besides maybe the chief who's sort of keeping to himself, everyone else is more or less enjoying the music, enjoying the drinks. The people, the Lunians in the corner specifically are trying to avoid having any of the drinks here or having any conversation. And uh, you notice that the woman on top of the piano starts to sing her song a little bit louder and it catches up to the tune that the frogman is playing. It's starting to become a bit more of a party atmosphere. And yeah. this, uh, this woman who's standing sort of near you with the fins on her head is sort of giving like a almost like a disapproving big sister look to the frogman. She's sort of like <laughs> smiling to herself but also like shaking her head in frustration that he's done this. Why have you done this? <laughs> and this small group is just all, they've all kind of held hands and started dancing around in a circle like, you know, yes. kids do at parties. They've kind of started doing that, jumping around. They're not really dancing, but they're trying. Hmm? Are we having wine and such? You can do if you would like. The woman is sort of perusing the room, so if you would like to grab a glass of wine, you're welcome to. <laughs> They would Sorry. look at their moms for permission. They give Probably. like a, a, a frustrated nod, like, I guess this one time you're allowed a glass of wine. <laughs> but is there, also, one of these. is there also water and such? Yes, there's, there's all sorts of refreshments, especially there's quite a lot of ice water because there's quite a lot of people here who are not used to the heat. Mm. And I saw the chief over there overheating. Yes, you did. He, he glanced up quickly and then hid his face again. I swear, gonna, if you're gonna flirt with this new chief. <laughs> I'm not gonna flirt with him. Dude's dying. Dude's dying. He's so, he needs some water. Dude's so I'm gonna wave the waiter over. Okay, she sort of like shimmies on over to you very quickly. She is not much taller than Ganzel. And her face is covered by this golden, this solid golden mask that's sucked to her face. It's not like the other masquerade masks where people are taking them on and off. Hers is part of her face, like it's formed on her skin. And she looks at you as if she has eyes. She sort of like glances up at you and then like holds out the tray towards you, which has like a couple of drinks on it, a couple of uh, bushels of like grapes and berries and then wine and water. And she sort of just holds it directly in front of you. I'll take a glass of water. Thank you. And she gives like a, a courteous nod and then oh, like... Uh, before you go, um, I've got a question. This is, uh, this party, right? It's for everyone in the, uh, everyone, right? So, uh, why are you working? Are you not invited as well? I, I am. Um, 
but the, uh, I'm having fun. And she sort of just pushes the tree out towards you. Is she actually Lir- having fun? Uh, Lyria is just going to sneak her hand in and grab, grab a, a glass of wine very carefully. You can roll an insight if you want to check if she's actually having fun. It's hard to tell because she has no facial expression. With that roll, you can tell that she either believes it or... She's a very good liar. She, yeah, either she's a very good liar or she believes she's having fun. Even if it's not the sort of fun that you would expect to be fun. Well, um, I'm glad then. Nice uh, mask, by the way. Thank you. Would, would you? And he's, she sort of just keeps pushing this tree. I'm, cr- I'm currently playing the dorsum like, with both hands. <laughs> she keeps, like, she keeps and, pushing the tree. And Lyria's gonna like, uh, do you want wine? I can try to. I, I look over at Lyria and I go, uh, if you could pick me one up, that'd be great. If we're nearly done by the sound of the song. And Lyria is like, while holding one wine in one hand, holds the other one and just close it with her parents and like, she just kind of motions with her pinky, like, this is not for me, that's for him. <laughs> You get one of your sisters goes to stand up, and then Ooh. one of your mothers sort of like hushes her, and she sits back down. There you motion. Well, quickly when the song's done, yeah. Or just off future reference, I'll take. I'll very obviously take the glass off her and look over yeah. towards the parents and like nod. Okay, they give you like a, a thankful nod, and they sort of for a second their eyes sort of frown a little just at what you are. But not like in a not in a judgmental mean way, just in a sort of like, oh, this is something I haven't seen before. But they don't seem angry at you. They don't seem to judge you for it. They just sort of like, you're her friend, okay. And then they go back to their conversation. They also glance over at Tal very quickly at the corner of their eye, and they're just like a strange lot that she's decided to hang out with. But okay, all right, then she's a weird one, I guess. Sure. And they go back to their quiet conversation. Uh, they seem to be having a, a well enough time throughout this uh, performance that you guys have put on this sort of party performance people have started moving around a bit this very angry looking anthropomorphic dog man sort of takes to the centre of the room and just sort of lets out a bit of a, like you know when dogs get hurt and they let out a yelp he sort of gives that noise but he's very stern and very aggressive and doesn't look like he's hurt and this, uh, this bearded man that was cheering on the bird runs over to him and they start having a very quiet, hushed conversation between them. And uh, just around that sort of time, the king and queen have emerged at the top, up on Shit, their balcony. We're in the royal room. Shit, the we are in the royal room. <laughs> we're in the big, big. What the fuck did we do to get in here? And I don't know. They are also not that much taller than Ganzel. They're about four foot ish. Small boys. Small boys. Um, so they sort of have to. You see, they get to the edge of the balcony, and then their faces just line up with the balcony. So their eyes are like peeking over it, and then a couple of seconds pass, and they climb up onto some sort of box or something beneath them, and then they're like they about human height now in comparison. <laughs> and they sort of just like looking over like all professional and, and uh regal regal yeah they're sort of like slowly taking in the room but after that small display of having to climb up on a box a lot of people are sort of like trying to stifle laughs and not make direct eye contact right now so that they don't laugh at them I want to play like a very very faint like 
just just some like background music basically okay. just Lindsay's has one glass the, the glass she hasn't actually touched any of, of the liquid in the glass yet she has it up to her face and like turned away a little bit like I'm having a conversation right now and I'm not about to laugh I'm not looking Gun, at them. guns are relates okay <laughs> the two of you sort of like hide your faces you're playing to distract he just he just looks he's like I would need two boxes this <laughs> this woman I'm hitting you two need to cover your faces oh. Don't. This woman here starts just bursts out laughing at them. Like she sort of like grabs her stomach and sort of like lets out a, a deep laugh. And the the grey haired woman next to her gives her like a smack on the back. When she laughs, can I change my tongue to like rather than like a background? I just like but on bunch, but like the Dawson yeah. version, like <laughs> ding ding ding. No, stop it. And um, honestly, okay. this Please. woman up on the the piano stands on the piano at this point no regard for actually being able to play it anymore and she starts like announcing the arrival of the king and queen and she has this big grand eloquent speech that you just can't not look at her when she's talking you can't you can't look at her face because of her hat and her outfit covers every inch of her so you don't know what she is but she just has this loud, booming voice that you can't direct your gaze away from until she finishes talking. And she sort of just announces that it is, in fact, Queen Artemis and King Zophiel. They have decided to grace this room with their presence today. Try not to mess it up, more or less. And she sort of just <laughs> slides down the piano and lands gracefully sort of next to it and goes back to singing a song with the frogman. The frogman, you've noticed, went from the upbeat tune to suddenly his hands are sort of shaking as he's playing. He's sort of like trying to keep a tune, but every now and then it kind of goes like, dum, dum, and he's like, oh. <laughs> goes back to trying to play with his shaky hands. Can, can I, now that I'm not looking now, can I wait for that to happen, like, try to cover it up, like, mm-hmm. maybe play a bit louder when it's like, about to, like... <laughs> yeah, you, you can help him out a bit. Just... And he, uh, he just, he can't seem to get rid of whatever the nerves are that have appeared at this moment. They just keep going. The entire rest of this performance is just shaky and kind of offbeat. Question. Uh, is magic forbidden? You don't know. You haven't is been Larry... told anything about it. Lyria has not been told anything that magic is forbidden. Can... Green if weapons are. Yeah. I mean, what was my pain? But I was thinking, like, maybe I could bardic inspiration him. Maybe. You know that weapons are taken from you. Bardic inspiration's more sort of like... It's like a pet talk. Yeah. You kind of encourage someone so much that they feel they can do it better. It's less magic and more just your natural charisma. So you could quite easily bardic inspiration him if you would like to. Yeah. He's nervous. I want to help him out a little bit. You've uh, seen a frog sweat like this frog is sweating. Can frogs sweat? <laughs> Apparently. This man can at least. Um, hmm. Um, she would be scared to get up close because wildfire is there and she has not yet got enough proficiency with singing yet to even remotely allow herself to be close to wildfire. <laughs> so. Let me do it. 
how to do it without the king and queen noticing is the good question. His little red eyes have started like darting back and forth around the room to try and make oh. sure he knows who's where. If his eyes ever meet her, she's just a thumbs up. Okay. He sort of he like nervously glances at you and you give a thumbs up and smile and he sort of rests his eyes on you for a couple of seconds and then just sort of frantically starts nodding and tries to play a bit more. Uh, he, he performs a little bit better with the knowledge that at least one or two people in this room are supporting him. I assume your whole group is sort of pretending that they're listening to the beat that he's playing or whatever. Well, what I have to be from supporting Well, yeah, him. you're supporting him. <laughs> but I'm assuming, like, this general corner of the room is sort of, like, all nodding their head, trying to keep the beat. No, I'm just pretending and just going off my own tangent. You're just like, doing like, your own song. Sutters has sort of tried to nod. <laughs> She's not doing a very good job, but she's trying. Wouldn't it be able to nod? I want to make my way over to the other side of the room anyway, so... Yeah. I'm my way past. I'll sort of stand up. Excuse me for a moment. And then go over. Can I... Sort of gently pat him on the shoulder as I pass? Yeah, you can man. sort of do like a little... A little V movement. Where you sort of dart yeah. between the groups. So you kind of pat him on the shoulder. You get this sort course. of like... Wet and sticky residue on your hand from patting his shoulder. You sort of wipe it off, I assume. What <laughs> else do you agree with it? Uh, he he, apolo- he starts apologizing quietly as you're walking away. <laughs> but he's kind of got like yeah, he has that kind of like croaky under like as if he's swallowing his words kind of voice. He's kind of like <laughs> and you're just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like thrown off by that voice coming out of this tiny little frogman. And then you just sort of walk on by. He he did seem a little bit more upbeat with all of you giving him a little bit more encouragement. He sort of, every time he fumbles, he turns and looks at that sort of group now. He kind of glances round for you specifically. And every now and then he glances at the woman with the fins, who's just, at this point, the smile's kind of faded away. She's kind of just doing the disappointed shake at this point. Like, sort no. of like the, cut it off, stop, now's the time to stop, <laughs> sort of thing. But he, he just can't. He's mid-song, so he's like... <laughs> if you get... It sounds really dumb. If you get too bad, I'll try to just take over the song and let him be the support instead. Okay. You might need to after a little while. Yeah, not right now, though. Um, as you head off, Tao, Sudris just gets immediately far more tense. As soon as you leave... Ah, fuck. She just... Her whole body sort of tenses up, and she shuffles to be closer to the group of people that you seem to be kind of comfortable with. I'm about to talk to her after Dave's in his thing. And she just sort of like leans awkwardly on the, the futon that you're on while you're playing and just sort of like all of the thing, her entire focus is on you playing this instrument. Not you. Yeah, the your instruments. hands playing the instrument. She's just staring at it. Um, you head over to the chief. I don't mean little hands, right? I've got like three pronged hands. Yeah, you've got like teenage mutant ninja turtle hands. Nice. It's really hard to play a stringed instrument. I'm gonna be honest. No, you just plunk, 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 plunk. You head over. He doesn't raise his head to you this time because he's trying to maintain his composure. You can hear as you get closer, though. His breathing's sort of like very heavy. He's trying to take in as much oxygen as he can. 
and then hold it for as long as he can before he needs to breathe it out. Alright. Sir? Yes. I hold out the glass to him. You look like you needed this. Shit. You sort of, you see him hesitate for a couple of seconds and sort of consider what his answer is going to be, but then he lifts his head up to look at you a little bit and you can see like this man dripped and drenched in sweat. Looks up at you with like thankful eyes, but the words that come out of his mouth are, I didn't need it. (laughs) <laughs> and he takes it over and he starts drinking it. <laughs> but you see the thankfulness in his face. He's sort of like, That's... thank you so much. It's the chief. He's the, He's the backbone of all this stronghold. And he starts sipping on it. And you see that he drinks, he tries to sip it sort of elegantly, but he, he downs like half of it in the first gulp. He's very obviously needed this drink that you've provided to him. He just sort of like... <laughs> you want some more? There's plenty. He sort of, you see him look around the room at different people and see if anybody's paying attention to your conversation, to which nobody really is. And he sort of quietly mutters under his breath, he's like, if you could, that would be, uh, well, I, I, I do you one. <laughs> and he's just sort of like out of breath as he's talking to you and finishes the second half of the glass that you gave him. Give me a second then. <laughs> this is so great. The glass is far too small for his big hands. So he sort of like has to hold it with three fingers and sip on it and it just looks out of place, especially with his giant garb. You can't tell if he's big because of the amount of layers he's wearing or if it's just a big man in general. But he's think it's both. very thankful for your even just the fact that you gave him one glass is enough for him to be like that's someone to remember real quick I'll go over to the side like a bit away from him and then wave the waiter over okay she uh, she sprints over to you she dodges quite efficiently through all the groups of people in the middle of the dance floor she sort of just spins around them which is kind of strange since she doesn't have eyes to be able to see them moving around and shouldn't be able to figure out where they're heading but she just sort of gracefully darts between them and heads over to you and does the same thing she did with Ganzal where she just holds the tree out immediately in your face like doesn't really say anything she just holds it right up to your face you're incredible thanks thank you she sort of just like gives a little curtsy and then heads off with her tree and she just like as she's turning off she turns back to you and she goes um do you need more or maybe I'll take a second glass and she sort of uh just to help you out stays in that corner and just sort of like rocks on her feet back and forth in case you need to conveniently come back over here and just pick up another one she yeah, sort of just, just like happens. holds it there and she starts like trying to whistle along with the tune that the piano is playing that is not very good she start, starts whistling then realises it's out of tune and off key and she kind of goes like <laughs> and then that's round about the time that you take over the performance instead of helping and you head back over to the chief I assume with yes. the other glasses of water he uh 
he frantically grabs for the first one before realizing that he's in this situation that he's in and then looks around again to make sure nobody notices. A couple of people seem to have kind of glanced over and frowned over at the interaction happening between the two of you, but most people seem like okay with it. Nobody seems bothered except from obviously the angry loonians in the corner that give like a very judgmental look at the fact that the two of you are talking. They sort of glance at it. A big blue alvine man, or a, well, a small blue alvine man, and a big hockey human man, and he's, they sort of just like give like a very obvious look of distaste, and then they turn away and talk to each other again. He just does not even care about their and um, like their opinion. Everyone else, he glances around and checks what they're thinking. Most of them are fine with it. He looks at them, they give a look of disgust, and he just drinks the water, looking at them and then like pats you on the shoulder a little bit like just to show like a companionship there friend (laughs) friend honestly Thiria's parents weren't here and they probably disapprove of her she might have said a few words to these people down here in the left corner which probably would be a very bad idea (laughs) would you also notice the uh the pat on the shoulder is a bit more aggressive than it really should be he um he doesn't quite realise that he's actually hitting you on the arm instead of giving you like a nice polite squeeze, but he's very focused on the attention that he's getting right now. So he sort of just gives you like a doof doof sort of thud on the arm. I sneakily hold out the third glass to him. And he just, actually, how sneakily do you want to be? Do you want to be like sleight of hand sneaky where nobody else can see it? Or do you want to just give it to him and hope that he can hide it? He's his friend, so he can't really hide it at the moment, I don't think. Okay. So you're going to try and roll a slight of hand to see how well you can sort of disguise it? Sure. Okay. Let's have a look-see. Yeah, you do well enough. You sort of disguise it as if you're going for a handshake and you just happen to have the glass in that hand and he just sort of... He doesn't even realise that you're doing it until he goes to shake your hand and then realises that there's a glass there and he gives like a little like... (laughs) and then takes it and hides it under his, like, under his giant cloak that he's wearing and gives, like, a, a nod of thanks to you. And he sort of looks up and he's like, Um, what's your name, son? Tao. Tao. Yeah, what about you? Lars. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you do or you're known for that I could help you with, you know, give you a bit of... And he sort of rubs his fingers together to gesture money. Oh, well, I come from Lico, and back there I work with my family to make clothes. So far travel. It is indeed. First time ever in taking that long travel too. He sort of like looks over your outfit and then glances down at his and looks back at you. He's like, and um... What kind of clothes do you make? All kinds, really. And Liko, when he sort of just shuffles a bit of the fur off his shoulder, you got many uh, heavy clothes in there. Well, not necessarily, but if a customer comes along and wants some, we can make it to order. How are you doing money-wise in that uh, business? Do you need 
a small stipend for help. You're very kind. So I think we're doing quite well at the moment. Well then, I'll be sure to come and visit sometime. That'd be lovely. Thanks again. Any sort of gestures, the uh, the glass of water under his cloak to you. I don't understand why you're being so secretive about it, but glad I could help. And he sort of like scrunches his nose at you saying like, I don't understand. He sort of goes like, shh. <laughs> but then you say, I'm glad I could help. And he sort of like gives a, a smile with a bit of like a, a he has to bite his tongue on something. You don't know what he was holding back, but he kind of gives like a tight-lipped sort of nod and then starts drinking again. You can tell that he's very much a commoner, as in a man of the people, rather than a leader that leads with money. He probably leads with force and or camaraderie because he is one of the very few people here that is not as uptight, I guess, is the best way of putting it. And he's also far too stubborn to be anything like any of these people. See that? Like a lot of these people, especially the, the Lunian people who are very uptight and stern, have just, whenever they get too hot, they just take off one of the layers of their clothing. They don't care. They kind of like expect that they are allowed to do whatever they want because of who they are. He's very—he's kept every single thing on him just in case he's been told he has to. And he also hasn't really taken the mask off except from the few times that he's had to look up to talk to you. He puts like his masquerade mask, which is built into his wolf's head, back onto his face. Like whenever anybody else is looking at him, he tries to keep himself covered. Wait, so whenever he just takes the mask off, he puts it on over the wolf's eyes? No, no, no. The mask is like built into the bottom half of the wolf's head. So he's kind of um, like a skull that he puts over his face. And then... I thought of a visor for a second. <laughs> he just pulls out a visor. No, he has like I've a got skull. To. And then he like puts the jaw back on the top of his head and kind of makes a hood out of it. The, uh, the king and queen look over the uh, the entire room and they're kind of glancing you expected them to be looking at all the people that are of higher standing but they're very much focused in on the three groups of people that aren't high standing people including us the weirdos yes. including you um, while it was all going on mm-hmm. can they have turned to Sundress right? Sundress yes Sundress and be like um hi uh I, I, I remember meeting you. Your name was like Sundress or something, right? She just sort of like nods and accepts that her name is Sundress now. <laughs> she doesn't really give you any more than that. She sort of like still watches you play. So, uh, what do you do? She just. You can see her having to physically go through the sentence in her head before she says it out loud. She sort of like plans it out and then she just gestures at her outfit instead of speaking. <laughs> you look over this sack of an outfit that wear, she's put together. You wear clothes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> she, she's already got a blush over her face. You can tell I, she I, has I, no I, way of talking to you. Uh, making clothes. Crafty. 
Ah, uh, yes, that's smarter. That's probably right. She's, she's probably right there. She goes to like itch her head, and her hand disappears into her hair before she even gets to her scalp. Like she just kind of gets stuck in there and <laughs> starts itching her head a little bit, and then like awkwardly gets stuck in there and kind of like has to like pull pull her hand out. Do you think um mine better? They're kind of old. Like I, I could use an upgrade. No. Nice. She sort of like glances over to Tal, who's still talking to Lars at this point, and she sort of like frantically looks between the two of you, and then she goes, "Him. So, so wait, you're better at the armor than I assume. No, no. Just he could do better. But I don't believe that. I think you. I think you do fine, but it's fine. I'll I'll leave you there. Um, if you want to talk, we're right here, you know. But, like, I, I go to put my thumbs, thumbs up and remember that I'm playing, playing so like, I start put my thumbs out as I'm playing. But it's okay if you don't. She sort of, like, looks between the two of you who are very much extroverted people in comparison to her, and she sort yeah. of just, like, nods and smiles awkwardly and then goes, like, okay, <laughs> and, like, sits down. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> but you, you do as you glance over to her, like she does, she isn't as claw-like on the side of the chair anymore. She's relaxed a little bit now that she knows that you're not, you know, dangerous or whatever it is that she's scared of. You also notice that um, she does hold herself with a sort of grace that she's just, in comparison to everyone else, isn't so great, but in general is pretty graceful. She sort of like tucks the sack dress underneath her before she sits down and that sort of thing. Like she's not, she doesn't sit like legs up. She's very graceful. She's just awkward. <laughs> DM. Yes. I have a couple uh, mechanic questions, I guess. It's still story based. All weapons were taken from when we came in. Yes. Was was my staff taken? Not quad staff, just like a normal, like an arcane focus staff. If you chose not to give that away, then no. But you were chose, you were told to keep one. Also, my hunting trap. Your hunting trap was taken from you. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> my bear trap's gone. They saw you going into a ball and thought. We should take that from them. <laughs> just sort of... I just got a bad They saw Gansel walking into the bubble like, who the fuck lets him in here? Um, <laughs> I just... Honestly, I also imagine that... Lyria's mom... Well, Lyria's family looked at Lyria with a bit of like, why do you have two weapons on you? Why do you have a dagger and a rapier? What? <laughs> oh, like, you poor similar child. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that, she was carrying around two instruments. A leer, a leer and a lute. And she was like, are they seen as weapons? <laughs> Not right now, obviously, but, when, but when, we're, now that when we're outside of this place where we're only keep certain weapons, I have a trident, a quarterstaff, and, like, claws, I have... Throwing knives, I have a rope dart. Uh, a Is that it? That does it for now. I wanted more, but I ran out of money because monks don't get anything. You do or to rest. Or to rest. I don't know. I know you're hiding more. You notice also that almost everyone else in this room doesn't have weapons on them except from Lars and you underling people. Like all the people that aren't noble. You kind of notice that this small group up here that were doing the jumping around in a circle, they all have weapons on them. 
these three up here all have weapons on them. And you guys were allowed to keep your weapons. The only person in nobility that has a weapon on them is Lars. And that's just because he has. it would take too long to pull all the layers off to be able to get the sword out of there right now. So he's just left them on. How long have we been here now? The actual, perf the actual ball or the entire Both. celebration? The ball itself, you've only been here for about half an hour to an hour. The entire celebration has... You've been here for about a day, nearly a day and a half coming up to. And the... Something that I didn't clarify beforehand is to travel to here. You did travel a little by foot, but most of the time you got taken into sort of magical magic circles that teleported you to here. So you didn't have to do the whole walk, the whole distance, and you also didn't get to see too much of the world because they wanted everybody here on time for the ball. So if you weren't there, Aww. a magical circle appeared and basically took you here on time. Uh, okay, I, I was actually worrying, wondering about that because I was like, did, did Ariel see Advic? That was basically my question, but okay, probably not then. Maybe it's not like me at a pie, but Gunzel's trying to get Russell's. Yeah, his little <laughs> legs start sort of bouncing up and down. Um, as you are all sort of in your own little worlds, all having your small conversations, what's all of your passive perceptions? Fifteen. Fifteen. Bad. Fifteen, twelve, and bad. Okay. Just <laughs> okay. <laughs> eleven. Eleven. I said to myself this time, I'm gonna get high passive perception. God damn it. Okay. Sorry. Not so, high passive, just high perception. That's for the proficiency in My bad. First things first. The two boys. You do notice that this person who has not taken their mask off for the entire ball or the entire celebration. You've seen them here and there. They've always kept this pure white mask on that shows no facial features whatsoever. They sort of make their way through the room a little and just sort of like stop near the performers. They kind of have like a, like, they kind of float. They don't quite walk like normal people do. Uh, Lariel, you notice that as they're doing that, there's this sort of like black mist that's coming from the bottom of their dress or their cloak that's sort of just like underneath where their feet would be. You kind of like glance down and notice that they're not actually really taking steps, they're just sort of hovering along on this whatever black mist it is. And uh, she sort of looks down over the, uh, the frogman that's playing and for some reason, the frogman just tenses up and entirely stops playing the piano. You continue to play and keep the ambience going, but the piano stops entirely. I'm going to take a quick break for anybody that needs to pee, and anybody that needs to go get drinks. This shit getting structured now, recording. What the what the heck? On top of the fact oh, that we're oh. recording it, also. I need more drinks. So. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck you sold out?
back. We are back. We live. We live. Oh do it live. Oh. Do it live. Okay, okay, okay. So we left off with masked person of nondescript darkness. No uh, parents. Stopping the man from playing the piano. How dare she? I was jumping. You you also notice, Lario, that it it didn't look like he made the choice to stop playing the piano. He just stopped. Like midway through a song, he just like lifted his hands and got off the chair and started walking away. Me and didn't see him. Probably that means way. magic is allowed. You you saw him you saw the person moving over and you would have seen him get up and leave, but you didn't see like the details of what happened. As he's leaving, can I insight him to see if he's doing like if he's looking around or is he like big what like because actually I guess I wouldn't probably know much about spells. So never mind, I guess because Ganzel is a spellcaster, so he wouldn't know spells. Yeah. So never mind. Uh, no. Uh, probably oh sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. All I was going to say is basically Lyria kind of hunches over slightly. So at least I know that her family notices that something's going on potentially because Lyria kind of like hunches over a little bit, a bit more attention on the situation. And so does Gansel. Mm-hmm. You two are both sort of like... Tao is still figuring out that the piano stopped playing, so sort he of turns around to look. You notice that Lariel's a bit more on edge. As Tao turns around, can I just like try to catch eye contact and like do a gesture of like. <laughs> Come here. Yeah, uh, I'll say to Lars. To see you later in the night. Is and it, then head is back. It, it's like a tension brewing. Yeah, there's so like does a. It, does it feel like the air's getting thick? Well, since you're the only person playing now, it's sort of just sort of. The room's got a lot quieter. People are starting to sort of mutter between ding, each other. Ding, ding, ding. There's some ominous. Ding, 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 ding. Do you head back over to your group, Tao? Yeah. Okay. You notice the masked person sit down at the piano. Oh, I don't dress like that. <laughs> and sort of like start stretching out their arms, getting ready to play, but they're not started yet. They're sort of like. Over exaggerating how much they need to stretch. I'm gonna grab this. Can I jump up and run over? Uh. Sure. A man of action. He's a man of action, alright? I run over and I'm like. Do we just pat each other on the way? <laughs> like, I'm walking over and you just. <laughs> I'm like, I just like. One minute. You want to blow my three fingers? I don't know how it would take five minutes. You don't talk about that. One finger. <laughs> I'm like. And I run over and I'm like. Oh, hello there! So you run over to the piano? Yeah. Okay. Goodness. Looks like you'll be taking over. They don't reply. They also don't seem to react to the fact that you're talking to them. They sort of keep doing this like stretching motion. I was just wondering if I should uh, join in. Because I don't want to interrupt your song if you're playing something. They sort of like gracefully place their fingers on the piano. And Wildfire sort of hunches down next to you. And she's sort of like trying to get a, a figure on what's happening as well. She's not putting any input into the conversation. But she's looking over your shoulder at the person to see if they give any kind of indication of anything. And she sort of like mutters down to you, she's like... Do you think they're... Death? I mean, I've never, I've never heard of a, of a deaf musician, but I'm sure they exist. Um, I mean, I, like, I, I tried to as unrudely as possible, like, put my hand in front of their face and you know, like, like, like wave a sort it. Of wave, like, yeah. I do that. No reaction. To the wave, it is. There's as no unimpoli- as politely as unimpolite <laughs> There's no real polite way to wave a hand in front of someone's face, 
But, well, I, mean, uh, I mean, but there is an implied way of, like, clicking yeah, in front of him. Like, yeah. Uh, you sort of wave, no reaction to that, and the fingers start to... You see, like, the muscles tensing as they're about to start playing a song. I just look over at this woman and I'm like, I don't like this, this doesn't seem right. She sort of... She doesn't know you at all. Uh, she sort of scoops you behind her and takes your position. Can I resist that? You could try to, yeah. She skips an arm around you and tries to move you behind her. I don't like, so I like, pull around the arm, if possible. Okay, roll me uh, acrobatics, yeah. Never mind, could I brute foot now, can I? I proficiency enough, I just thought I'm like, 20. One second. No. This music does not fit whatsoever. Let me skip to the next one. Oh no, no, no. This was the song you guys were playing beforehand. Okay, that didn't work. That made it worse. We're gonna get some more music. I mean, that's ambience. <laughs> um, you rolled a 20. You manage to dodge out of the way of her hand. She sort of wraps it around you, goes to push you behind her, but you just like sort of spin me. around, yeah. Because I'm short. I imagine she like, she she's did, she did, like a normal person yeah. size one and just like walk underneath. You duck underneath her arm and she sort of like almost trips on her own feet, not realizing. And then I would like that. put my arm on her and try to push her back the same way she did to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> me. Robot, uh, athletics, please. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she hers is also graceful. She definitely attempts this without strength. She sort of just like tilts her body in a way that she just moves out of the I way. Of her hand. Arms. Okay, give me yeah. a break. <laughs> <laughs> when my, two people try to hold up the door to the other person. My my entire arm is half of her waist. Yeah. No, you please. She just sort of like shimmies past you. She keeps you basically stay in the same yeah, position. Like, it's okay, I've got I know a little bit about fighting, just in case, so how about you back up a little bit and just in case, like, you seem like the singing type and not the brawling. <laughs> she sort of like, because there's no facial expressions to register, she sort of just gives like a exaggerated bow and <sighs> steps back a little bit. I also want to step back five feet as well. I don't, okay. don't want to be that, like, I want to tell her to step back and then also step back a little bit. <laughs> okay. As this person starts playing the piano, they start to play this long, drawn-out tune that I need all of you to make wisdom saves for, please. Well, I was about to ask, can I do some sort of arcana check to, to check if it's magical? Well... I think we all know. Well, baby, guess what? She's not a deaf I am fucking on it today! Things, things aren't, aren't going great for mm -hmm. me. Okay, okay. An 11, a 23, and an 18. You, unfortunately, Ganzo, being so close to this source of this magic, you find yourself sort of enamoured at first. You can roll again on a second to try and break it. Yeah. But you sort of find yourself so enthralled by this piece of music that you can't look away from her. You stop everything else you want to do. For all intents and purposes, you're the equivalent of restrained. Like stunned? Yeah, like stunned. Uh, a couple of other people also fall into this same trap you two having succeeded notice that a lot of people just sort of stop 
dancing and turn to sort of look at the person playing the piano. Uh, the few notable people that do not, Lars doesn't. He tilts his head up to see what all the issue is, but doesn't. he isn't enamoured like everyone else. He sort of starts looking around confused at everyone. Uh, the Lunas man that has not got eyes is still dancing, currently to uh, nothing. You can't tell if that's part of whatever's happening or if he's just a bit. He's dancing to the rhythm bit. of life. Yeah, just a bit. Can I drop? He's kind of saw music. Can I drop my dulcimer on the ground for dramatic effect? Yeah, there's like a doom doom. <laughs> As he's like, you two especially notice that that Ganzal is just out. He, the person that's been playing music and keeping entertainment has just stopped moving and has dropped his instrument on the floor and is staring at the person now playing this like long, quiet piano song. Um, also, Luriel, because of your passive perception, you notice a dismembered hand on the futon next to you guys crawl out of the back of the chair and just onto the chair. <laughs> and another one starts crawling towards the uh, the piano. Um, I guess I really. I just meant the hands. Usually, something that should be around here should be around here. Uh, what now? Um, hand. Remember <laughs> that you noticed. Oh goodness! Oh, elements. What was your question? Well, two things as well. Uh, do I get to recheck and also? I don't know, I guess I wouldn't notice, but the, the, queen, king and, the king and queen are doing anything? <coughs> the king and queen... The king is looking around to see if the, he... Without being able to see his face, you imagine he thinks this is some sort of bit, because he's looking around sort of like hopped up on the side, like... Oh, like he's like, oh my god, they're putting a performance Yeah, like us. he's excited about it. The queen, you notice, seems to be a bit more in tune with what's going on. She takes half a step back. She doesn't, obviously she can't step down from the box and still be able to see everything, but she steps back away from the banister and sort of like glances around the room a little bit. They, neither of them seem to be under the effect of the charm, but they are reacting to this whole situation. Uh, you can roll another wisdom save now that it's been a little while. is gonna look towards her family. All, all of them. Staring at the pianist. Oh, fuck me. God. I have a fucking about this ability. Damn it. Yeah, what about this ability? Who classes as allies in this room? <laughs> um, that depends on who you think allies are. I mean, I, I'm a friend to everyone. I would say people that you've actually had some kind of conversation with. And that you know at least who they are. So one, two, three, four? So... And the person next to me in the other three? I guess. You don't know her name. I don't know her name, but she seemed like an ally. Like she's fighting on your side. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, You have, I would say, four people here that you could count as people that are probably fighting on your side. I don't think I'll be... I'm going to not use it yet. I'm just going to wait until the next time I can check. Okay. Your your save again, like yeah, no. you you almost snap out of it. That gives you enough time to look up at the king and queen, but then you're right back in. Like you just keep getting drawn back in by this sound. Uh, these people up here, you notice that fiery redhead hasn't been 
caught by this. She sort of like stomps her way over, pulling yeah. a weapon. I was going to mention that Lyriel, seeing her family, kind of looks at the person with like a. I'm about to do something bad, and she's just going to straighten herself up, walk, walk more straight, and go this direction as well. Yeah. So Miss Redhead and Lyriel are both kind of going towards. As you uh, as you get there, you do notice that there is one more hand over near the group of people that were all joyfully sort of dancing around with each other. Uh, you notice that the the glowing woman with glowing blue hair has not been affected and has turned to look down at the hand and started preparing herself for combat. Uh, the redhead is obviously coming to help with whatever she can help on this side of the room. I would like everybody to roll me initiative, please. Can I scam another uh, check out before? Yes, you can. Um, initiative tracker. <laughs> I rolled an eight. Just gets worse and worse. Wait, wait, wait. Think you're doomed. Where are the dice? I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust, trust like this that. anymore. Maybe you don't trust this anymore. I always roll bad on roll twenty, but always roll good in real life. I, I don't know why, but I'm sick of it. <laughs> Nate. We're all rolling fucking dice on goddamn roll 20. Yeah, Join but, us. But it isn't fair. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're all having the same I'm fucking kidding. system, and it's not fair for all of us I'm either at uh, the whole time. I rolled, I rolled an 8. I rolled no. an 8. I want more. I, no, okay. I've rolled a 12, a 4, an 11, a 9, and an 8. Uh, Compared to your 17, 18, 1 7 for initiative, I was not. Okay. You roll 23 on Dulcimer, 20 on Acrobatics. We don't talk about those on this <laughs> Yeah, nah, they're above 20, they're irrelevant. They don't count. A 4. You're, you're rolling 18, my dude. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about him. Uh, she. Runs down here, completely ignoring the fact that there was a hand up this end of the room because she hadn't noticed it. Now that she's down here, however, does notice the one on the chair, and she sort of hops over to try and start attacking it. Uh, I'll give her a attack. She pulls out a rapier as well. Does not have that. And she rolls a 17 for 11 piercing damage. As she just sort of like pierces into this hand, it grabs onto the blade and does fall limp, but it's now holding on to the end of her sword. And she sort of like freaks out and starts like shaking her sword left and right, like confused oh about why it's just holding on to her. Uh, the next turn is Ganzal, who I just sent away, so. Nice. Nice, 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 baby. He's on his way back. I wonder if any of the other balls have had weird dismembered hands. Hmm. Just crawl up. Okay, oh, I, I don't know what. What do I use? And charmed, right? Uh, yeah, out. wisdom save, please. Is that the end or the start of my turn? Start of your turn. Good. Papa Bless? Yep, you're fine. Out of it. You sort of snap out of this and realize that 
behind you there is a woman shaking her rapier around with a hand limply hanging off it at the moment, holding on to the end of her blade. Hmm. Hmm. What would you like to do? This 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 woman in front of me. The hat woman. No, no, no. Or the masked woman. Playing, yeah. Okay, yeah. She's playing, right? Yeah, still playing. That's why everybody else is still sort of enamored. And the magic is very obviously oh. coming from her, right? Oh, I mean, it happened as soon as she sat down and started playing. So you could probably put two and two together. Can I try to? But try and stop her from playing. Like cut her hand off. Uh, <laughs> you try to With cut her claws. hand off. Okay. One more. Roll one more. Attack. I was thinking you can just cut off the strings of the piano, then she can't play anymore. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> okay, I'm cutting something. <laughs> Roll me an attack, please. Uh, but... Ten. Ten? To okay, okay. Let me double check. I doubt gonna I mean, she's not resisting. She, she's no. just playing, right? A ten does not hit her, however. Bad. It just sort of... You go Dang. to slash at her, and you aim for like a part of her robes instead of her arms specifically and it just kind of goes through the robe that's fine bonus action i punch her in the face okay roll me a, roll me that punch my little monk boy a 23 does hit for 8 damage what do you mean damage well, max, that was max damage just 8 just 8 you, you okay, okay, I'm not a starcaster, okay? All I do is punch, punch things. I mean, it just ate because there's no bludgeoning or anything. It just ate. Yeah, I know. I don't mind, so it's like that. You punch this person in the face as they're playing. It doesn't even remotely put them off. It's almost as if they're under the same effect of their own song. Nice. Well, she got punched in the face. I hope she's happy. She did. She did take damage. She did crack a bit of the, the mask. Uh, as you do that, this hand climbs up onto the piano and then makes its way over to the other side but because it climbed up the piano it can't go any further. This hand behind her climbs up and gets onto the ivories and starts playing with her. Lyriel. Uh... This person is... Are they out of it? Which person? Uh, the grey-haired woman. No. She's... She's caught up in it. Fuck. Does the blue-haired lady have a weapon? She... Let me double-check, but I'm pretty sure she does. One second. Oh, there's also Lars. <laughs> Lars. <laughs> I can also ask... Good, uh, the guru. He would know me because I am one of the five Lunians that are probably well known. He, I mean, oh. yeah, he, he definitely knows of your existence, for sure. Yeah, he definitely knows of me. Uh, she does have a spear on her back and also a light crossbow attached to her head. Excuse me, that's two weapons. She has yeah. multiple weapons? Yeah. This bitch. People didn't listen. You were being polite. Also, these people were introduced specifically as the Jade Hawks, the adventuring party that just took down a troll. I am an adventuring party, me and of myself. <laughs> people don't trust a tiny gremlin man running in with 16 weapons to a ball. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they don't always let me keep my hunting trap. No, they let you keep a weapon. Okay. 
Uh, I know what Lyria's gonna do. Hmm. Well, they can't well play if there's no strings in the piano. Just destroy the strings. Are you inspiring? Uh, she is. Or just giving advice. Which is also She's giving advice because she one her mom took her rapier away from her. <laughs> she has no weapons. <laughs> she has a loot. And she's kinda looking at the woman as well, as well as at Lars, because you are strong. You have weapon. Please help. People are weird. I don't like this. Logical, really. And uh, she's also gonna look she's kinda like walking around this person and like, sorry? And just wait. Can I dissonant whisper? I can't dissonant whisper a piano. That doesn't work. Uh, but, but what I can do mm-hmm. is that I can dissonant whisper this person. But there's also a hand on the piano. There is indeed. So, Lyriel is gonna go up, pat Gansel on the head, just smash the strings, destroy the strings, destroy strings. Heroism. And you get. She's casting heroism on him. And also get uh, Bardic Inspiration as as my bonus action. Mm. What does heroism do again? She popped it up. Oh, cool. Sorry. I have my thing covered up. A willing creature you touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spell casting. A build modifier at the start of each of its turn. Its turns. When a spell ends, the target loses any remaining temporary hit points from the spell. Well, what's your uh, spell you have three. Oh, damn. That, like, doubled my health. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Stack? Excuse me? I'm no, good. it's like bonus. It's uh Oh yeah, it doesn't stack. Wait. No, temporary hit points don't stack, you just get the highest one. It means that it refreshes. At the start of each Yeah, so it's back up to three at the start of every turn. It's like it's like if something could attacks you one damage, no. I can I go back up to three when it gets to yeah. my turn again. And uh, she's going to kind of stand here in the middle, and after doing that, she kinda looks around and just goes well, get on with it! <laughs> I don't have a weapon! Tal, you hear her begging everyone to cut the strings, what are you gonna do? You notice also that Cedrus <sighs> has also been taken in by this. What'd you have to pick there, of all places? I'm gonna start moving. <laughs> there he go. Get up here. Try and not sure to decide. Like, give me some space. Okay, sweet. <laughs> and then I'm gonna cast gust on the woman. Okay. You could cut the strings, or you could push away the person playing the piano. Also an option. That's what I was thinking about so, next on my next turn until I get shower down. 
One medium or smaller creature that you choose must succeed on a strength saving throw. Strength. Or be pushed up to five feet away from. Okay. Strength see. against. I guess my spell safety. See. Yeah, yeah, I assume so. Yeah, it is. Which is thirteen. Okay. Strength save. So yeah, DC thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, this is all new to me. I have extra numbers and shit. More numbers on the fuck. She uh she fails. Right. The roll and gets blown out of her seat. You do notice that the uh, the hand that climbed up there is still continuing the tune, but it is only continuing half of the tune because it's only one hand. So there's like the, the upper register of the song is still playing, but the lower register stopped as she falls like onto the floor. And being an, an evil murder death song, all of it's in the lower register, right? The hand's just done there doing nothing. Um, <laughs> no. There's some eerie high notes in there, you know. Okay. Does this, then, like, if it's only half the tune, does that kind of break? Yeah, a few more of the people are sort of starting to blink in confusion of what's going on. You, again, notice that most of them don't have weapons on them because they didn't expect to need them. Uh, but a few more of the adventuring people have started to gain consciousness again. For example, the grey-haired woman that you were asking about earlier, she gains her senses back. And the, uh, the, the sort of scaly-looking woman in this group gains her senses back. The other two still haven't. And as at the end of my turn, mm-hmm. I'll look at Lyriel. No one said you needed weapons to do work. And then they're there. <laughs> this hand is technically dead and limp, however, it has gone rigid around the sword of the woman. Oh. Um she's she's just like smacking her sword against the wall at this point, like trying to get it to drop off. This thing seems to have magically gripped on tighter and will not come off. And you notice... Uh, actually, roll me perceptions to see if you notice. Because you're all in combat, so... Lyria will notice. Ganzal will notice. Tao will also notice. Look at that. As soon as I call up the gods of uh, dice rolls... Suddenly. Suddenly it's getting better. I- I'm watching you. This hand that's around her sword... You notice as this sort of black ichor starts to come out and down the sword and the sword starts melting where the black ichor is touching and she sort of like instinctively freaks out and just drops the sword and lets go of it because she doesn't want to touch whatever that is and as she does so it lands back on the futon and the futon starts to also melt underneath this black liquid that she's kind of dropped down only a little bit at the moment because it's just starting to come out. Lars noticing that there's a fairly intense fight happening out of nowhere. He's going to start storming his way over. And uh, he sort of goes to pull out his swords. But you notice that like just from the general dehydration of being at this party, he sort of like limply pulls it out. But it doesn't look like he's actually going to be able to do very much with it at the moment because he's just covered in all these heavy furs in the heat of this battle. He sort of like swings at her, 
and he kind of grazes her mask and cuts like a graze across her cheek, but doesn't actually pierce into her. Uh, there's now a slice through the mask, and this sort of like black mist starts pouring out of the cut as well. Never mind, that ruins my fairy. Why? Okay. Red-headed girl gives up on her sword. And she's like, fuck it, I'll get another one. And runs over to here. Let me double check. She does have something else, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she just pulls out a tiny dagger that she's been hiding under her skirt. She kind of like, unladylike, hoiks up her dress, pulls out a, a dagger and then like stabs it into this hand. Uh, for a 16 to hit for 7 piercing damage but she hasn't learned she does the same thing and the hand as it's about to be stabbed turns around and grabs onto her dagger and still falls limp but is tightly gripping onto the end of it and she kind of just lets out this (coughs) and throws it across the room (laughs) so uh I'm going to use this hand as a marker for where her weapon is. She kind of throws it and she kind of just gets it to the other side of the piano because she's not that strong. That's That hand starts also goozing, uh, goozing, oozing liquid. Goosing. And the, the carpet on the ground starts to sort of burn away. Ganzel. Okay, I'm not going to stab something because I don't want ooze to go all over my claws. So mm. only kicks from now on. Okay. Only kicks. Only kicks. Only these feet. These feet. Dude, ooze on your feet. You want that? Ooze on your feet. But, but, but I'm thinking, if I'm not stabbing into it, I'm not piercing the skin, I'm just hitting it. It's like, hopefully it shouldn't bleed. It shouldn't ooze. That's my thought process. I'm gonna... I'm gonna jump up on, this, uh, on, up on this seat where the woman was stood. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Kick. Kick the, the hand? Kick the hand. Okay. For reference, I will clarify again. The stuff coming out of her mask isn't the same ooze that's coming yeah. out of the hands. It's like a mist that's coming out of her. Okay. So you kick the, the hand? Yeah. Roll me an attack. So you said you should martial arts from that one. Yeah. The, although they're literally the same anyway. A 14 does hit, I think. Yeah. For how much damage? Seven. Seven. Okay. You notice that these hands have obviously been trained to react to being attacked in some way because it turns to try and grab onto you and realises that you're like a foot. It does grip onto you even though it's uh, dead now. It sort of falls limp but then grips in but it's not oozing because you didn't cut it. So it's just sort of got a hand I'm just, like, wrapped hopping. around your foot. Because I don't want to step on the floor because like, I don't want to like, like burst. Yeah. So I'm just like hopping on one foot. And I look down. Has the music stopped now? Yeah, and the music is... St- and it will stop during your turn. Can I look at the guy who's dehydrated and be like, um, oh, um, be careful there. I think she might be under the same spell as the rest of us. I don't I don't know if she's particularly bad. But uh, anyway, just maybe try to restrain her instead. Whilst I'm popping up and down okay. one leg. You're hopping on this chair. Uh, this foot, this foot, this hand starts gripping tighter into your foot. Then the nails start sort of digging into your foot. There we go. Uh. <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, 
she doesn't have any weapons whatsoever, and she's just kind of like looking, looking around. Looks behind her where her rapier is. Like I am good with the rapier, but I, it was confiscated. <laughs> yeah, all of the hands are technically dead. They're all just holding on okay. to things now. Oh, they really got. They got these. But you do notice that your your family is now starting to come to. They're sort of blinking themselves back into consciousness. Uh, there is technically a half of a rapier over here with a hand melting it away <laughs> that you could grab onto. Or you could go run back and get your rapier, or you could do something completely different. Do the, uh... The old swiggity-swiggity. <laughs> um... She's between just grabbing her loot and just dunk <laughs> at this point. Um, but she kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, cancel you should really get it off your foot. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Not, he, he says that, he goes, oh, really now? You think so? I'll, uh, yeah. I'll get on yeah. as soon as I can. As you're like shaking, <laughs> I'm like hoping, like trying to pry this foot on. Um, oh really? Maybe I just <laughs> I can just stay still. And then she's just gonna try to like grasp onto it, and you're kind of trying to drag it off. Okay. Um, I didn't even had a bonus action strike as well. Could I help her with that? Yeah, I'll give you you roll me a strength check with advantage because Ganzel's helping, like sort of prying like, it off. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> you you pull it off, but as you're taking a hold of it, it's sort of like trying to reach for you as you pull it off. I assume you just kind of drop it. Like, you're like, It falls flat onto the ground and then just falls limp because there's nothing for it to grab at anymore. It just sort of... <laughs> and flops onto the ground. <laughs> so great. Uh, depending on if they become more conscious, they saw for a moment Lyria holding a disembodied hand. It tries to grab her, goes immediately. Nope. So now one of the hands is on the floor between you two. Um. Ew. <laughs> Is that your turn? I, I I believe that was my action. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, this is not a performance. Uh, she looks up towards the the king and the oh. queen. Yeah, like this is not. I did not sign up for this. As you look up to the king and the queen, uh, you notice that the. This masked woman that you're seeing on the ground, there's another one walking up behind the king and the queen. You don't have a mind. Definitely evil. Kill it. Oh, uh, behind <laughs> you? And she's just gonna... Uh, behind! Okay. Uh, the king instinctively responds to you and, and turns to look at it. The queen sort of like... She, you can tell she's either in a state of shock or she hasn't heard you. One of the two. She sort of just stays still where she is for now. The king sort of turned around and started pulling out this, like, big golden sword that he has. Fuck him up, Tao. Fuck him up, Tao. Tao, what would you like to do? Uh, let me measure something. <laughs> Can I ask how high up they are? Wait. Because they're on, like, a balcony, right? Yeah, they're on a balcony that's oh, yeah. ten foot above you guys. And then there's about five foot oh, of so actual high, stone. Then. Yeah. So they're about 15 feet high. How tall is that man next to him? Next to the balcony? The, the grey-haired man? The grey-haired man? Like the two to the left. I don't know if it's a man or a girl. I can't really say. 
this this person. One second, let me get their sorry their sheets. The grey-haired woman. Oh, I didn't. I'm not like the blackhead man. But. Is uh, well, I got their sheets somewhere else. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Human-sized. Okay. Is the best way I can put it. Between five and six feet right now. What would you like to do, Tal? Well, the king's already reacted mm -hmm. to that assassin, let's call him. But I can still see up there, right? Yeah, of you course. can still see them. It's within six feet. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm like, oh! I love being a useless character. <laughs> I'm like, ah! What magic did you pick? <laughs> Only buff spells. I picked some buff spells, yeah. I have heroism, fairy fire, and cure wood, plus dissonant whispers. I will shit, I feel your pain then. It's not pain, I'm loving this. This is so much fun. The man is five foot ten and the woman is six foot six. Okay. Just... She's a big woman. Yes. But I'm taller. <laughs> Flex. I'm, okay. I'm six, I'm six foot ten. Okay, I am six foot ten, tall, lanky. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, pulling up my hand. Oh my god! It's trying to trick me. No. And I want to cast ray of frost. <laughs> ray of frost. On who? The assassin up there. Okay. And I just realized I have these. Hmm. Uh. Let me just put it into chat. I should have remembered that when I used ghosts. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. Sea sorcerer. Yes. One ocean boy. Well, I love it. I forgot about force movement before, so she okay. realistically should have flew or it should have flew in like twenty feet. I mean that's Dang. funny because he ran up to her anyway, so we'll just say that she's like there instead. The two of them oh, are this there is instead. So cool, I love it. And the uh, reason I bring that up is cold damage. I'm gonna cast Ray of Frost on the thing up there. Okay. Sorry about this! And then, where are you? Where are you? There you are. Wait, what? You have to click <laughs> the words Ray of Frost to roll the damage because we haven't put the auto damage on yet. A 13, it doesn't. Remember? It doesn't have them. What the fuck? Yeah, you click the word Ray of Frost, it rolls the damage for you. No. Oh, wait. Oh, there it is. On the side. Uh, however, as you uh, you shoot this Ray of Frost at this masked person, they jump out right of the way of it. Well, shit. And there's this, like, ice... burst of ice on the ground beneath where her feet were originally. And they've just sort of jumped to the side. They've kind of got this like jester-like movement to them. I don't like that. They sort of like jump with their legs sort of bent a little bit. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate it, I do. <laughs> Shit. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, you... So should end misses. Yes. Oh well. But you do now know that they, they're a bit more dexterous than you thought they were. Well, that's going to be my turn for now. Okay. This woman pulls out her spear. And 
just to be doubly sure, since she doesn't want to get involved with fighting if Lars is there, she uh, she wanders over to the piano and just cuts the piano's oh, strings God. with the spear, just to make sure, just in case. She just cuts along all of them quite effortlessly, and sort of like spins it round and lands it back on the ground next to her, and then turns to look at you two, who she just barely missed with the spear as she swung it past you. Valeria, <laughs> like what? And sort of just I jump like. Over it. Yeah, you do like a little hop. A little hop over. Uh, she sort of just looks at the two of you and gives like a... The best way I can do it is like it's kind of patronising. She looks down at you as if she's like, you two should get out of here. How tall is she? She actually, she doesn't look down on, on the you're right. Bitch. <laughs> oh, look at them small. Yeah, you're small. How tall is she? She is about six foot. Exactly. Could I could I then like ignore the fact that she just did that and set up something from my turn and I was like I just like I just like look at her and then gesture up there like Yeah. Up there. Yeah, you gesture to give her to ask her to like throw you up. She's sort of like taken aback by the fact that you didn't listen to her advice. <sighs> she sort of the way she looks at you less you Lyriel because you're taller than her, she just has an instinctive desire to be like you're older. She <laughs> looks at you as if you're like a child. And it makes you feel like kind of like stop it. From your busy. Need to go. But she sort of just looks down at you like no little boy. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. It's just that sort of facial. But she doesn't get ready from your. She doesn't get ready now. She just looks down at you like stern. Like at first she was like get away. Now she just sort of stares at you like a more stern get away. Who the fuck are you, little girl? <laughs> I will fight you. I will. I will. <laughs> Please don't fight right now. This is really not good idea. Stop. This woman's just being patronising. Because I'm the short. Because he's small. <laughs> this hand is still gripping tighter and tighter onto the blade. You can tell now that this hand, as it's gripping, is cutting itself. That's the whole point of them holding onto the blades and making themselves move this more. This, this, this smart. So it squeezes <laughs> tighter and tighter onto this last part of this rapier and it's basically gouged its entire hand open at this point. This whole futon is more or less unsavable now. Like, half of it's melted off, the other half is starting to melt. The whole room has lost its way now. I know, okay. you're gonna have to buy another one. The aura in this room is all off. The vibe? Disgraceful. <laughs> Lars not knowing what to do after you gave him advice, because he's he's a chief, he's not used to taking advice. Excuse you? He sort of, like, looks at you, but then notices that you're with the companions that you're with, and that you've kept, you me kept the entertainment. He's sort of like, Restrain! Can I respond? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, gosh, I think she's gonna answer. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, but, uh, or you can throw me up there if you want. Even worse for by me. Because this one won't do it because she's. frankly a bitch. <laughs> oh, it's just the time! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he sort of. He. He. He's not going to give any verbal indication of what he's trying to do. I'm just going to hope that you either figure it out or he just looks like an idiot. One of the two. Okay. He grips onto this person and then holds them tightly between his arms, which he seems to not really have a struggle with. This person's either really not good at getting out of grapples or isn't trying. Or isn't trying. He just grips onto them and then turns his back to you and bends over. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and just bends over this person. Springboard. <laughs> Redhead jumps up onto the onto the piano, which now, while she jumps up on it, 
crushes down the lid on top of the piano, so now there's no way that the piano can be played right now. And she uh, she stands sorry, sorry. Take care of. on the edge and looks down at the woman that's giving you shit right now. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Is this the time? <laughs> and she doesn't care if it's the time or not. She slaps this woman across the face. <laughs> and then just what points at her. Points her. <laughs> she was just a bitch. She just <laughs> looked at him in the wrong way, and this woman just not having it. She came over, slaps her across the face, and then points at her as if she's a mum, even though she's about half the height of this woman, and goes, "Do not." <laughs> and the this blue-haired woman does not know how to handle any of this group on this side of the room. She, she broke a piano, then got called, then, then got asked to throw someone up somewhere, then got called a bitch, and then got slapped <laughs> on no. Muriel's never seen such behavior before. She's not sure whether to laugh, to cry, or to be... Oh. She, the, the blue-haired woman, unable to handle any of you, just turns back to her group and looks at them, like, completely confused and exasperated. And, uh... The Rhaegar sort of like jumps up and down in entertainment and sort of like claps a little bit. The other two both look just as shocked as she does. They're all just making this exchange like what the fuck just happened in that moment. Whereas the Rhaegar's like, ooh, <laughs> fun. Uh, and that's her turn for slapping Ganta. Like, like a quick like appreciative like nod in the woman's direction. She gives you like a two finger salute and a wink. And then I dash. No, not actually dash, but I run. Five, ten, right? So it's fifteen to get to him. Oh, he's technically there for your springboard. Okay, so five, t it's, he is fifteen. Yep. How far does he, after I jump on him, how much move does it take to get up here? It would take fifteen feet to get up. Fifteen feet to get up? Yes. Uh, actually, if you're on his back, about ten feet to get up. Uh, but you can roll me an acrobatics to try and like use the momentum. I would like to try. You also have a bard inspiration. You do. You don't need so it. So I don't think he needs it. I think I'm gonna hold it for now. For you sort of bounce on his bag. Use your own momentum to flip yourself up there. You're still on the edge at the moment, like holding on to the edge of it. Like here. Yep. But as you're holding on to the edge of it, what you notice being right in their faces, the king is about to attack. The queen has slowly started turning her head and a black snake is starting to form at her feet and head towards this person that's about to attack them. I'm gonna leave that. Okay. How much did, how, did, how much did attempt to reach out from there to there? That was like You probably have about five, ten min ten movement left. You know what I can go with ten? Five, ten? Okay. I I I trust that the queen, the, the snake's coming from the queen, Like, right? under her dress and all. But it's coming from yeah. her, not like towards her. No, it's going away from her. Okay, it's time to push this bitch in the face. Okay. I'm just gonna assume it's a woman. Only women are tricks her. <laughs> True. Dang woman. 17. That'll hit. For 7 slashing damage. I'm gonna punch her in the kneecap. You you punch her in the kneecap with your sort of spiked boys right on either side of her knee. It sort of zips into either side of her knee. And then I'm gonna kick her. Okay. As a bonus action. You kick her to pull your claws out at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Ooh. Which misses. You kind of go I to kick. I kick through her you legs. You kick between, yeah. And she sort of 
again, it's like that there's nothing actually there, like you kick and it just sort of goes through the How much is inspiration again? D6? D6. D6. And I'll be useful. I'm a little baby bard. No baby bard. No baby bard. Bonus action action. That's pretty much my turn fully tapped. I have nothing left. Okay, one second. Turn well spent. Let me move this down for one second to give it initiative. She just teleports down the And then she's back here again. <laughs> and this one also. The moment you try to kick. <laughs> I try to kick, she just walks over me and jumps off the, off the balcony. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you kick between her legs because she's taking a step over. Okay. <laughs> the shit. This hand The purest disrespect. That's on the floor it, next to you, Lyriel. Yeah. Sort of like. Which is flat on the ground. It was flat on the ground. It sort of flops itself, so it's the right way up. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't have enough energy to be able to crawl towards you right now? But it's it went from being on the on its back, if you can say that about a hand, to being on its front. So it's like palm down now. Oh, I know what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna put the stool, one of the stool legs, on the hand. <laughs> Just leave it there. Okay. Perfect. Nobody stocks for it now. This one that's next to Lars is going to turn around and start trying to attack him. All three attacks hit quite easily. As this person just like pulls out a rapier from beside them and then just goes back behind them into Lars's like abdomen. No it's not, but this is how they're using it. And his abdomen you can see him like he has to let go of the hold that he has on them. And he has to like grab at his own abdomen, and he starts like taking a couple steps back, which means this person is now free from grasp. But he got to protect himself. Lariel. Okay, first of all, is it a bonus action or is it a free action to use? Lift the stool, turn it around, and put it ha- put it like you know where you sit down. Put that side onto the hand. That's a bonus action. Okay, so anyone who's looking at her, you see Lyria go, Oh! No, we don't have, no, not gonna have that. No, puts up the t- takes off the stool, turns around, puts it on the hand. Yep! The, the stool is now holding the hand in place. Don't take the stool away! Just don't! <clears throat> uh, and she kind of like looks around a little bit, a bit not sure exactly what to do, like. I have not much energy left to cast many spells, but what I do have is my ability to potentially either charm someone or to try to make them feel really bad about themselves. (laughs) Which would you like to do? I think I would like to make someone feel really bad about themselves. Okay. Which is an interesting thing, because Lyriel doesn't usually do that. But she kind of looks around to, to see who might be the best target. Uh, we probably don't want the king or queen hurt, and there's only Gansel up there, and then this person can probably more easily take care of. So Lyria kind of looks up towards that one up there above. You know, you're not very good at hiding. I mean, I could see you. <laughs> Pick that. <laughs> I mean, that damage. Uh, them, as the kids say. I got you! <laughs> Couldn't you? Come behind me, I got you, I did. <laughs> you could not hide from my case. They were uh-huh. the natural Us one. That. 
So you really got to them. I really got them with that, by the way, nice natural four. So, also, we have the whole... This is one to the next attack roll it makes for for the end of it, before the end of its next turn. So there's a disadvantage on its attack. And Lyria's like, Gotcha! (laughs) She looks towards... And she kind of looks down after looking at the person and kind of glances a little bit at the red-haired woman and the blue-haired woman. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry. In character, by the way. The red-haired girl just sort of, like, looks at you in confusion. Like, she doesn't understand how that could have done anything. Whereas yeah. the blue-haired woman seems to have some sort of understanding of at least what you're trying to do. <laughs> She doesn't know if it worked or not because she doesn't know who you're fighting yet, but she sort of just like looks at you, nods, and then turns around. The red-haired woman just stares at you, like, mouth open, like... It's what? magic. 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 It just, it's supposed to... It's supposed to make them feel really bad about themselves mentally. It hurts the brain. <laughs> On the inside. Tau. <laughs> I can't make the brain hurt Oh. What do you say? Pokemon 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 you know, he's a girthy boy. Well, girth. What are you describing there? His many fur and his girth. <laughs> girth. <laughs> he's a girthy. You want to just end it there? That's girthy boy. There. Boy. He's just... Now stop the time anyway. He hairy and girthy, good to know. I swear to God. Nice. Nice. Oh, I'm gonna lean around all of his girth. <laughs> just take him with a ray of frost again. Go for it. Which would have had a lot more effect. I actually rolled it at the time, but mm. <laughs> twenty-three does hit. Four. Seven. Oh. Damage. Whoa. <laughs> Something and you notice quickly, really, Ganzel, is that as the ray of frost hits the one on the bottom floor, the one next to you goes oh. Oh, so like they're connected. Anyway, oh. Tao, continue. Thank you. Uh, well, I hit with that. Yep. And they have their movement reduced by 15 feet, so realistically, they could just get up, and that's it. If they have 30 foot movement. Yeah, fair enough. Didn't. I, I'm dumb. Didn't. Did he already say something ha- extra happens with his cold damage, right? No, you're that's just it. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, reduce the speed? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I thought Fray Frost did that. For... Hmm? I thought Ray Frost did that. Mm, sorry. Maybe it's big dumb. Yeah, it does actually. It's reduced by ten feet, so yeah, twenty-five foot altogether. You can get up. Yeah, <laughs> gets knocked over That's by sick. this frozen bolt. <laughs> they just lands Dude, the Ray of Frost is going to be so much better than I thought it was. Well, like, I remember correctly. All cold spells do like reduce movement. Yeah, and like some re- reactions and stuff. Fucking Tao turned this assassin to an old lady who can't get up. Literally, this this I assassin fell over and went. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, 
I'll get you, youngster. Wait, but the one up here hasn't fallen over. No, hasn't fallen so over. So, so they're not that connected. But took yeah, some sort damage. of damage, okay. yeah. I guess we'll see if they also have... They up there also have their movement speed reduced, or if it's just the one that actually got hit by the rear frost. Mm. Is that the end of your turn, Tal? Uh... Does Lars look alright, now that I'm here? Uh, I had to look around the menu list so I could take a look. You notice that the uh, the rapier went into a very severe part of him, like just missing like his kidneys. Um, he he doesn't look like he's going to be able to, now that he's both dehydrated and also taken a wound right into the abdomen, he doesn't look like he's going to be much help in this fight anymore, except for maybe to like stonewall people from getting anywhere. Like he Does he look like he's going to survive? He, he looks like he'll survive through it. He just looks like now that he's got something he needs to focus on, he probably won't be able to help with the combat part of things. Okay. He doesn't look like okay, he's bleeding good. out or dying or anything like that. That'll be my turn then. Okay. This hand has basically turned itself into mush and is now, I'm just going to say, not on the ter- turn order anymore. It's destroyed that entire futon, which, you know... If you're going to do anything in a combat, destroying a futon is a good way to go about it. Uh, which makes it Bitch's turn. She, we love Bitch. She just finished Officially. having her like confusion with her group and then understanding that Luriel is doing magic full stop. Uh, magic and g- gave people command, which she, by the way, followed. She sort of turns round and sees that there's someone that they need to fight and decides that I guess this is the only thing that she can do right now so she sort of moves over here and starts attacking with her uh, spear but let me double check one thing Yeah, okay. So she attacks with her spear into this this uh, masked assassin. Excuse me. With uh, her two hands. Do, do. For the first one hits, the second one doesn't. She stabs into it and then it stabs through onto the ground instead because she misses with the second attack. Uh, she doesn't seem to do that much damage. But again, the one next to you jolts in pain. Uh... And she's stabbing this thing on the ground, like into the ground, pretty much, piercing it down. Lars backs his way out of the combat because he knows he's in people's view and like bothering people in combat. He starts shuffling out the way. He sort of leans on the rabbit man to steady himself a little bit. And the rabbit man looks at him, considers moving out of the way for a second. Like you see him move his foot to let Lars fall. And then he, like, decides better of it and stays in place. Like, he sort of shakes his head to himself and stays there. Lars isn't looking at him, he's looking at the ground, like, trying to steady himself. So he doesn't notice any of that, but you guys notice it in the middle of the combat. Anyway, I also don't notice that. Yeah, you don't, because I think I'm, still, I'm facing yeah. the opposite way. The two on the ground. Well, on the ground too. Yes. Right. And he is more or less going to leave the combat unless necessary, so he's sort of steadying himself over here. Red-headed girl, having finished her slap and feeling quite accomplished with herself. Good. You should. 
uh, and having Good lost sword. two of her weapons within 12 seconds sort of just hops back over to her group she hops down off the piano and over to her her friends and sort of just you you can't quite make out what she's shouting at them but she starts shouting in Akin, which I think the two boys might know. I At least Tal does. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Do. I do. Okay. The two of you here, sort of broken up in the midst of combat, not really being able to make out the whole sentence. Something about... Fuck? Why? Damn it, Ruben. Damn it, Ruben. <laughs> Fucking Ruben. Fucking Ruben. And she's sort of doing that same sort of, like, almost like I'm in control of this conversation, even though she's next to people that are way taller and stronger than her. She's sort of, like, shouting at the guy with the oh, black hair. Short one. Yeah. Okay, that's why she got angry. She's, like, <laughs> shouting at the, the black-haired guy, who's sort of, like, hasn't really involved himself in this combat at all. He's sort of, like, looked over at it and then decided not to join in. And she's pause? just being like... <laughs> Can we just pause for a second to appreciate that the two people that we've already met are already out of love interest? We've got the short, angry girl <laughs> for me, and then the then the snooty, tall, blue-head girl for Alan. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? She... And then the, and then the, big, the big furry man for a girl furry man for a day. <laughs> wow. First of all, Lars is probably very married. <laughs> First of all, probably very married. Probably. <laughs> Well, I know that he has a kid. He does have a kid, that's true. Lawson Secondly, blue-haired lady was a bitch. Blue-haired lady was a to bitch. To me, not to you. She was nice to true, you. True, she was kind of normal to you. She was normal because Lyriel is tall, but that's she doesn't it. know the age of Lyriel. <laughs> she was normal because she was tall. Literally, you could, like, without having to talk to her, you could figure out that was her thought process. She looked down at Ganzal and kind of went, like, go away. Child. <laughs> Whereas you. she looked at Lyriel and was just Troll. like... Adult. Adult. <laughs> yeah. You can see it was a very like in the moment. I'm trying to make decisions here. She didn't really put much thought into it. She just looked down, saw small, and went, "Danger." That's danger for small. Small boys. Saw small and was like, "Foot punch." Small boy. Small boy. Um. Also, as she's shouting to this this black-haired man, you see her like nudge the grey-haired woman, and the grey-haired woman like turns very slowly down to her and then sort of nods in agreement and also turns to the black-haired man and starts shouting abuse at him and he's just like well she said she also god damn it Ruben pretty much yeah she speaks common uh, so everybody else wait, can so Ruben did this Ruben Ruben <laughs> they're, they're both shouting yeah. at Ruben being like what the fuck do something <laughs> and he's just sort of like looking at them like why <laughs> poor <laughs> why guy <laughs> Uh, the assassin up next to you is going to attack you. Okay. With disadvantage. Disadvantage. On the first one. On the first one, yeah. First attack. Hey. A six, uh, 11 to hit. 11 doesn't hit. Okay, the second attack is just a normal attack. A 9 to hit. That doesn't hit. And a 14 to hit. Doesn't hit. Okay. Dungeon. This, this, she also this is the benefit. This is the benefit of them thinking that I'm a normal-sized person. Yeah, they're, they're like stabbing over. They're stabbing. Head. They're like using the train to stab where they think I should be, not where I actually am. Dumbass didn't train against children. <laughs> behind the mask, there's this sort of like hissing sound happening. Snake, snake man, snake man. But also, 
On top of that, there's a hissing sound also happening Too many snakes. on the floor. Too many hisses. <laughs> and the snake's starting to make its way over to the assassin and sort of like tangling my between the legs. My next fuck up this, uh... Oh, that might help! Tangling between the legs! Mm-hmm. All these goddamn snakes in my goddamn ball. <laughs> this, this hand there's next to... too many to, motherfucking snakes to quote, quote unquote bitch. The hand, the hand is also has a knife in it. No, this one has a knife in it. Or no, has the, no, this no, one has a dagger in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one dagger. That it one has, has a, a stool. Yeah, this one has a stool on it. It like tilts itself towards her as if it's trying to threaten her by like making the dagger flop onto the ground. And then the ichor that's coming out of it sort of forms and starts heading her direction. It's definitely not going fast enough to actually get her. But it starts like seeping in her direction. But she's too busy attacking uh. the assassin to notice. Gansal. Right. Sneaky. I have a like... complicated plan. Okay. I wanna like I wanna slip it's not that complicated. I wanna I wanna slip slide in between the legs, okay? While okay. the snake's like raveling between them. Use my first punch to like punch right behind her knee to like well its knee. I don't know why I'm assuming it's a woman. <laughs> punch right between its like right on the like its knee joint and the mm-hmm. back to like make it buckle and then use my second attack to like shove it forwards over the balcony. Okay, roll me your attacks. Hopefully this works. Does the snake help me? Not really. The snake mm-hmm. sort of almost makes it more difficult for you, so to, to push it over Bang. to get behind her because it's in between. Well, I mean, I can go round. That was just for flavor. Oh, okay. Well, then it doesn't make it more difficult, but it also doesn't really help. Okay. It hasn't had long enough to wrap round properly yet. Yeah, you kind of stab Ooh. into the. You try Ooh. to stab into the back of the leg, but just I miss. Mean, my plan would still work with one hit. I'm just hoping. And then I ma- a bonus action back. No. Okay. You, is, inspiration. 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 Yeah. Inspiration. I'll take it. D6. Best D6. remember it. D6. Oh. <laughs> no. Never mind. I told you, I've been rolling like shit for some reason. Anytime it matters, I roll really bad. You are behind. I'm just going to swap you around on the map for easiness sake. You are behind them now. And because of the, the kerfuffle of you trying to get behind them and also the snake. They've sort of shuffled closer to the edge of the balcony. One minute. <laughs> yeah. How many allies are within my line of sight? How many people do you consider allies? Well, the king and the queen, because they're attacking this woman. So that's two. Yeah. Do I see Tawand? You could see Tawand Lurial. Do me. I see one more person that I would consider an ally, like the like the ginger girl? Do you think she would help in this combat? No, the, the, no, no the, that ginger girl. No, you can't see her from where you are. But uh, I want to use all eyes on me, which adds a 4 to my 12. So 16? Yeah. Okay. That does hit. Yes. As I choose every resource I've got. What the fuck are you using? Pop it up. It's, um, it's my, my, my regular feature. Yeah. I'm not to show weakness in front of my allies. I think... There's another race that has it, but I don't remember who. Uh, it's like Goblin or Cobalt or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sounds about right. You've got, like, Tiny Man Syndrome. You yeah. don't want anyone to talk to you. <laughs> Hobgoblin! Mm-hmm. That's it. You've got something like that as well. Like, not that, but a racial feature. An extra one. Which is just super beneficial in this combat, because yeah, there's so many people once here. As well. Absolutely. So, is a 16? Does that hurt? A 16 does hit, so you do the however damage 
Seven bludgeoning. Seven bludgeoning damage, which all of you on the bottom floor now see he does damage to the one on the ground that's been stabbed into with a with the spear. It sort of like reacts ah. to a completely different source of damage. And hopefully the snake can capitalize on it. Yeah. The snake might be able to make it do the final yeah. tip. This hand that's been trapped by a stool <laughs> sort of Genius. can't really do anything. It it tries to sort of vibrate the stool off, but it's a hand in comparison to a stool made of like nice heavy gold. So it I feel sort like of like shivers there. Almost stuck so you vibrate. I, I almost want to just have Lyrio stump on the back side of the stool because usually like there's like a flat side on the back. Yeah. And I almost imagine her just stump on that side a little bit. Just kind of look down and like, I hope that was good enough and then walk off. It's sort of like, you know when people convulse in their last moments, that's kind of what the hand's doing. It's sort of like shaking and it's probably like out of combat, so to speak. Uh. Uh, the assassin on the ground is gonna cannot get up because of Dave. Well, she doesn't have enough movement to. But is still gonna stab up with a disadvantage at the woman that's stabbing her or them. With disadvantage, right? An eleven, a twenty, and an and a nine. So the twenty hits, and the eleven hits for sixteen piercing damage to her. As she just like takes the same thing that Lars took, but it seems to have way more of an effect on this woman than it did on Lars. Lars just went, ooh, ow, uh, and ouchie. Whereas this woman's like, ah, and it like tears out part of her side. She has this like big scar along her, her uh, abdomen at the moment. Lirio. Shit. Um, is there a big shard was left on uh, the piano because the red-haired woman jumped on it is there a what on top of the piano a big shard like a shard of wood oh yeah you could probably pull one out it's not fully splintered but you could yank out that part of it if you would like okay <clears throat> so Liriel, seeing this woman get heavily hurt but also seeing a little hand coming up close just kind of gets a shard kind of like grabs it with her hands pulls it up Kill looks at it like currently she's like, okay, I have no weapon. Think, what do you do? So she's gonna go up. How? How? Are we saying that the shard is big enough to put be put over a hand? Yeah. Or maybe swing a hand away like a golf club. Baseball bat it away, yeah. Yeah. So Lilia kind of looks at it. <laughs> I also love the match right now. <laughs> the horror upon her family is facing Lilia in the midst of it all. <laughs> You're deliberately not making eye contact with them at the moment. Yep, she's just not. I am. I. What family? I see no family. There is nobody here. Junkut! There is down wall, she punches the seven iron. Or the seven wood, rather. Are you sending it this way? That way? Which way are you uh, aiming? I mean, this way it goes towards a wall, yeah? Yeah, it goes like there's some windows underneath yeah. the balcony. Yeah. Solarius can, like, four! <laughs> Roll me a athletics check. So golf is a popular sport here, then. <laughs> yeah, it is at least in Elvira. <laughs> I have heard of mountains. I've heard of golf once. Lyria's <laughs> heard of golf once. Even a grand even tale of golf. Exists. And she knows the word four is something you shout, yeah. and so thus she shouts the word four. 
We have 14. <laughs> yeah, that does enough to at least make it shoot off this way. It is technically underneath the balcony, but because of the way so the map's laid out. 14 instead? No. 14. <laughs> no, she shouts four and it starts flying through the air. And uh, you notice that this group over here take a quick note of what just happened. They all sort of like <laughs> glance at it. They also like golf. <laughs> They're like, hey, Oh my golf. god, golf! <laughs> golf! We should go play golf later! <laughs> and and Lyria... That's what we do with the ball. Yeah, that's probably an action as well. And Lyria's kind of... I guess she's standing about... Uh, up here now? Because she had yeah. to do that. So she's... <laughs> close to the assassin. <laughs> Don't look behind me. Don't look behind me. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the good idea right now. Uh, uh, okay, uh, this woman looks hurt. Yeah. How hurt? Like, bloodied hurt. Damn. I, I, I cannot cast cure wounds on you, because that's an action. She's honey. not on death's, ward, uh, death's door hurt. But she's bleeding. We wish she was on Death Ward. If only. Please. <laughs> hear some no, much. Death Ward's the spell that if you die, die brings you back to yeah. one HP. It's a That's good fair. thing. I'm oh, bleeding. Nice. <laughs> 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 okay, I still am holding up that concentration for uh, heroism on Gunzel. Yes. So there's that. So, so Lyria is just kind of like. Holding this piece of wood, He's, pay attention to the hands. They're kind of weird, grabby, and don't fully die and stuff. Just don't let them grab you. She's sort of like looking around frantically, like don't let them. Grab Is there any more hands? Is there any more hands? Should I go them away? I have dealt with two. I'll deal with more. <laughs> I put one under a stool. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> Is that the end of your turn, Daria? Yes, I don't have anything okay. more to do. I'm holding a piece of wood. Towel. Your oh, character really reminds me of someone. This is so refreshing, you know that. I love playing Lyriel. She's so much fun. <laughs> I'm so happy. She reminds me of someone from The Good Place. Have you been watching that recently, Alan? No, I've never worked a good place. She sounds exactly like Tahani there. Oh, um, watch out for those. <laughs> anyway, the- She's never been a fight. The thing. The thing. On the ground. Yeah. The thing. The thing. I'm gonna move over here and... Shoot with some ice again. Okay. It is pretty hot in here. It is pretty hot. You're actually yeah, causing quite quite the uh, temperature difference. Yep. Cooling it down? Yeah. Nine does not hit. There's too much going on. You've kind of got to try and shoot it round the blue-haired woman. You just aim at the ground, trying to not hit her, but end up aiming a little bit too close to yourself and create like a little glass uh, ice shard on the ground. Well, since we're cooling off anyway, let's see how much it cools off. Mm. Five. Five degrees. Five cool off. It's sort of like poofs on the ground and you see this blue-haired woman's hair just woof, 
up past her shoulders from the blast that hit the ground, but it doesn't quite hit the person next to her. She gets straight a cool, out of commercial. Yeah, she gets a cool like L'Oreal moment. Worth it. L'Oreal blood on her face. You're worth it. Not not sponsored by Maybelline. I mean, unless you're not sponsored by anything. <laughs> unless. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of your turn, or is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, this seems to be it. The main focus right now is thoughts on the ground, since I'm utility and damage. Okay. I'm not going to blow them further away. Well, that makes it <laughs> the model's turn. Mm. Gotta write get... that down. This is a brilliant technique. Attacks. Oh, she misses as well. She's too distracted by being a model. She hits the ground next to it instead. And like takes that moment instead. She like stabs it into the ground and then goes like, oh. and Lyria's like, "What are you doing? Stop that!" And then realizes and starts pulling her uh, her spear back up to start fighting again. Let me just quickly roll these people some initiative because they've been told they have to fight. Okay, so the end of the turn that makes it Estrid again. She just she's over shouting at her friend. She runs over to try and help, realises that she can't, so she runs 15 feet, realises she can't help, runs back 15 feet to where she actually is, and then just attempts to pull out a short bow but realises she doesn't have it because she's in here. So she like instinctively grabs up to her shoulder and then goes... <laughs> there he is, kind of like holding the, the copy she has in her hand and kind of looks at her. And she, like, runs over to you with her dash as her action. Yeah, Clarius gives it to her, like... Takes it and then, like, doesn't really know what to do with it, but nods to you anyway. <laughs> Just literally, like, yeah, he's... he's the one that's next to you is gonna, as it's about to be pushed back by the snake, go for an attack against you. Okay. It's gonna, gonna stop herself from falling back? No, she'd rather fall than... She might also not fall, to be fair. Yeah. She goes to stab you once and then tries to stab the snake twice. So you only okay. get one attack. Uh, which is a 10 to hit. Nope. Okay. And then she hits the snake twice with a 21 and a 13 to hit. Uh, she stabs it the first time and like, without registering the whole thought process, she stabs into the snake which makes it tense up. Which makes the wrappings around her legs tense up. Which Ooh. makes her start toppling backwards. That's good for me, I'm okay She's sort of like, teetering on the edge of the uh, I guess like technically she's there she's okay. on the banister this hand that got tossed against a window is sort of like the it's limp, it got smacked across the room by a wooden club it just sort of like fell and then stopped moving, so that one's out of initiative Ganza I'm gonna I'm gonna run up to her and jump on her face and like stab my two things into her. Okay. I try to like use my momentum to push her over the edge as well as myself. Okay. Roll me your attack first. Okay. Hey. You, <laughs> you miss her face. But you do jump up onto her. <laughs> Again, miss. What? I'm wrong so bad. You're, you're too busy jumping up well, on her. Well, you get her over yeah. the edge. Okay, go. You land on her like sort of upper torso as you try to kick but you realise you can't kick and jump at the same time so you sort of just like kick to the side like a fucking bronco 
and then land on her chest and topple her over the last little bit, which means you might take a bit of damage. Okay, I'm hoping that she absorbs most of it. She will take most of it. Uh, she's going to take 2d6 damage for falling, which is 9, and you're going to take the latter one, so 3 damage, which is your heroism. my temporary hit points. Yep. And again, you notice the one on the floor thuds as if she just fell too. Like, they both go like, oof, in unison. And then, uh, Ganzal, you notice on your turn that the queen just does, like, this quiet whistle, and the snake starts making its way back over to her. The king is still just standing there with his sword, watching this whole thing happen, and just kind of... I hope she's not annoyed she didn't get to use her cool shadow snake. No, it's not, it's not, it's literally just a I big know, black just, snake, it's, it's not shadow, a shadow it's snake. It's not a cool shadow snake. <laughs> it's a, it's she a just regular hates snake. up there? She's she under her dress. Yeah, she hates under her dress. A snake? Yeah. Honestly, she's probably not the only girl in this room who has a secret tower trouser snake. You do notice actually that the snake sure? is far too large to have been able to fit under her dress. No, 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 can I see the can I see the redheaded woman? Mm-hmm. I look up her and smile. She, As I'm way on the ground. She's like holding this club that she just got given. She looks down at you, looks at the woman that fell, and then just <laughs> gets ready to start attacking, but hasn't quite got there yet. Swag him all time. Meanwhile, her friend that she told she has to fight, this big hulking like six foot six woman, walks over <laughs> and just steals the fun from the redhead. She just looks down at it, pulls oh. out a flail. And just onto the ground for a. Hmm. How much does she hit for? Or glaive, sorry, not well. She misses right next to the face. She doof into the ground. She has advantage. Oh, you're right. She does have advantage. Thank you for reminding me. I was just thinking she was going to hit a natural oh, one, then hit cancel oh. instead. Did she fucking charge my head off? She still misses. No, it. it Nearly, it's like in between the two of you on the ground. Who's natural warning? If no, no, okay, good. Because Time I would do that with your own allies eventually, but not right now. Ooh. She she <laughs> into the ground in between the two of you, kind of cracking the uh, brick underneath you, and then realizing she misses, kind of lets like a, and then picks it back up and swings it over her shoulder to get ready to go again, like a very sort of British response to it, just kind of like a oh, damn it. I'll try again. <laughs> this hand that's underneath the uh, the stool has given up entirely. It, it you see it strain a little bit more, like it tries to pull itself out, and then wild uh, wildfire just comes over and stands on top of the <laughs> yay uh, on top of the stool, and the hand just gets crushed and start. It does start seeping the liquid again, but it's just ruining more of the carpet that was already ruined. Wait, that also ruined the stool, so... Yeah, it's slowly starting to go up the side of the uh, the golden stool, but... Wildcard doesn't thought, seem to care. I thought Singer Girl would just stand there triumphantly, just look down. Oh, oh, oh! It's just oh, slowly oh sliding one direction at the moment. 
also, I, I love the fact that Lyria has done all of this stuff in front of Wildfire, someone she looks up to, and just not thinking about it, try not to think about it. Like, just don't, just do what you do, do what you do, do what you do, don't, don't, don't think about it, don't think about it. Add cool. Add cool, Add man, add cool. Thank you to your maker. That sounds dead. Uh, there's no point in putting tokens on right now, but you know that hands are all dead now. The assassin, the assassino. Assassino. Goes for its three disadvantaged attacks because it doesn't want to get up. Oh, whoops. An eight, an eleven, and a twenty-four. The twenty-four hits. And this woman gets yet another rapier into her side. She's looking a, a, a fair bit more bloodied now. And she sort of yelps out in pain and then turns around to look at her friends but hasn't had enough time to do any reaction yet because it's not her turn. Lariel. So she has her back to you currently but she yelped in like a massive yelp of pain. And Lariel's like, oh. Shoot. Um, I know she was just slapped by the woman next to me and I don't want to get slapped by the woman next to me but also I gave her a weapon so I wouldn't be slapped. I would be tunked by a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. Did you say I want to be slapped? <laughs> I wouldn't be slapped. I'd I don't want to be slapped. I would like to be smacked, please. I'd like to be smacked by this woman, please. No. Lyria is kind of just like... Please, thank you. Like she, she she could attack. Or she could help. And Lyria is going to like... Kind of pass the woman, blue-haired woman, or she'll like... Just, I'm, I'm usually a little better than this. I, Talking? There, there. There, there. <laughs> um, a level healing. That helps her quite a bit. And please hit it with the spear. <laughs> oh, her, or them, please. I do not have a weapon. <laughs> that is my bardic inspiration. Her. A bardic inspiration as well. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Your um, weapon is your wit. Hit them really good. <laughs> I was going to say the club. Really, I, I gave that club away. <laughs> ah. Ah, yeah. Forgot about that part. Yeah. But yeah, uh, give that woman a bardic inspiration. You see, hit him real good. <laughs> okay. And Lyria's kind of like... A little bit of a... I don't know what to do anymore. I'm just going to move away a little bit. I am a little bit worried. <laughs> And I've now used up all the magic I have. I'm just kind of like... Hmm. Yay, you can do it! <laughs> okay. You hear in your head just a quiet whispered thank you as you start moving away. But she's not looking at you. She's still looking at her friends. Yeah. This boy, Ruben, Ruben. damn Ruben, um, looks over at. In fact, yeah, all three of you are down here now. You notice him glance at Tao, and watch the the uh, sort of ice shoot out of Tao's hands. And then he sort of just nods to himself, and then shoots fire out of his at the assassin on the ground. Yep. Range. The one next to cancel, I assume. Yeah. 
for uh, five damage. Not very much, but still some. And again, both of them yelp out together. So we know, so we know 14 hits. No, you know a 16 hits. Disadvantage. Range to have disadvantage against prone. Oh, yeah. No, so he doesn't hit. Wait. Should I have been... You're right, I did forget about all of that. From now on, yes. We forgot about that. Alright. So he, he does the exact same thing then. The fire just misses like Tao's did. But it does like sort of leave a burning ember for a couple of seconds. And you notice lying next to them that the assassin sort of glances over at it, panics a little, and then tries to get up. But it's not their turn yet. Tao. So I see him just miss the fire as well. Yeah. The two the well. two boys shooting their elements being like Damn. Just miss. Do we make eye contact at like any points? Yeah, I mean he looks at you, so if you're looking back then yes. He sort of realizes that you're the other caster doing this sort of thing and directly makes eye contact with you. Well, I'll just quietly shrug my shoulders at him and then fire another rave frost at the thing on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like, oops. Disadvantage now, remember. A 16 still yes. hits. Four. Three. Three. Damage. Okay. Two, one. <laughs> this time you sort of freeze it in place and it definitely isn't going to be able to get up again on this turn. You sort of create a blanket of ice over it. Turn to Ruben. Your turn! He sort of... For the first time since you guys enter this room, you notice that he has like a small smirk on his face. Like all the rest of the time he sort of had like a moody sort of, ugh, why are we here expression. But as soon as you say your turn, he sort of like gets a bit of a playful smile. And then like starts getting ready to summon his next one. (laughs) I like that he just... Yeah. This, this is the man. This is the man. This yep. is the man he's gonna have a date with. <laughs> this is the man. Red How the fuck have we gone for like two people? Dave's like already. everyone in the campaign. You met a new person. It's Dave's love. Every man is in Dave's love. <laughs> it's the man. Dave. It's the man. Sorry, hey, I met another dude. You want to get on it? Sorry, <laughs> Alan, you, go, you gotta share the girls. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll happily share the girls with thank you, buddy. You, thank you. Red-headed girl. I, mean, I gotta give you a chance after all. She pulls it. Ooh, dang. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. What the excitement? No. That was a bad bird that you had earlier. Damn. Use that one. Do that one next Do time. Do that one. <laughs> uh, let me get her sheet back up. Because she's back in the fight. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to attack allies, you know. Dang, guys. Fuck me. What's the reason I'm lethal damage? Fuck. She, um... She's gonna run over here, shove her friend to the side, who- her friend is very obviously used to her and just sort of steps with her. You don't imagine she actually has the strength to be able to push her friend to the side, but her friend just sort of steps, as if she did. Did did we skip the blue-haired lady? Did she have a turn in between? She did have a turn in between. Never mind. She is gonna do that, but I'll go back to the blue-haired lady first, because she had the inspiration and everything. She is going to... Attack again with her spear, which please hit. She has advantage because it person is down. She rolls a sixteen. 
Uh, but she does zero piercing damage. How? Because she's so a one and she I has minus one strength. Remember, probably all damage is a minimum of one. Okay, so she does one f- damage. Why the fuck is she using a spear? Because you, you, it doesn't look like anything like the rest of her aesthetic. It's just a, a regular spear that she was given. That she's now using as a weapon. Um, that's the end of her turn. And now it's Redhead who pushes her friend out of the way. Her friend just sort of steps as if she... And then plays it up as if she did push her out of the way. She kind of like steps back like, Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, you got me. And uh, she smacks into this person's head, trying to like cave in their skull a little bit with the the wooden club that she was given for a 17, let's see, yeah, 17 to hit, which hits uh, for two bludgeoning damage. She does it like right on the face and the mask starts breaking apart a little bit more. Uh, Those who can see this one, which is pretty much all of you, uh, you see that the bottom half of the mask kind of gets broken away and uh, there's this like sort of spiked teeth underneath on like this very pale white skin that looks very similar to the mask and then these like very sharp fangs underneath like the whole mouth is filled with spiky teeth like several layers as well like a shark no just the one row but all of them are spiked she's carrying Uh, a spear right the blue girl like a spear yeah okay so uh, Jeremy Crawford did confirm that you can do zero damage if you have a negative modifier okay so she did there's that one more damage on there (laughs) Where the fuck did she hit? She just smacked like right into like the. What's the strongest part of a human body? Uh, no, I, I guess it doesn't. I guess she, I guess she just went to stab, but like it just didn't go in. Yeah, I guess. So. She didn't have enough. That must be it. She she hit the like, right place, but she didn't. She didn't have enough strength to push it in. It's the same as people that like, train with rapiers. They like touch where they would have yeah. hit, but don't actually do any damage. Yeah, probably. She, I mean, like, like if you do zero right piercing place. damage. Yeah. Must mean you didn't pierce. She touches like, a I, spot that would do damage, but Alirius is looking very confused at a blue-haired woman. Like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> she's trying her best. Yeah, she's trying her she best. Okay, the one on the ground that's being surrounded at the moment is going to do one attack at each of the people around her, but at disadvantage because she's on the ground. Also, Gansel has bad with three temporary hit points. Gansel does have his three temporary hit points. On back. my new, on my turn. It's already been your turn, no? No, because I've lost them. Now your turn's just. Yeah, I oh, lost that's them after my turn. Right. I get them at the start of the next turn. The first one's a 12 to hit. Uh, 12 doesn't hit. No, to hit Big Lady. Oh, okay. I mean, 11's not going to hit you. If a no. 12 doesn't hit you. So, Big Lady doesn't get hit. Redhead does get hit for 8 piercing damage. As she lets out like this. Ugh! And then she sort of mutters under her breath in Akin, which you understand, but you're the only one close enough to really hear it. She mutters to herself. I should stick to the shadows. <laughs> and then just sort of like holds on to the wound. And her friend, who was kind of stone faced and playing along, now looks down at her and there's like an urgency in her eyes as she like looks down at her friend. And she like puts an arm out in front of her to try and defend her. You also notice now that the, the big tall grey haired woman has like scars all the way across her face. Cool. Mm. Cool girl. Cool girl. Gansel. Two questions. Yes. Both assassins still lay down? Yes. They were both my questions. I was okay. asked one for each. Okay. 
Those are the both still on the ground. They're both laid down, yes. Okay, I stand myself up. Okay. For half my movement. Half your movement. Uh, one second. Hey, so what the fuck is up with this? <laughs> um, I get my foot over hit point back. Yeah. Um, I punch her in the fro. Cool, 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 cool. Good question. You punch her in the throat. For my question. Can I punch her in the throat? You, I mean, yeah, she's on the ground. <laughs> Uh, 21 does hit for 5 slashing damage as you just at the throat. And then I heard the big yelp earlier, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of nod to the ladies and then run away. Uh, you also heard the big yelp come from the red. Yeah, but she's got some help. Okay, yeah. I run over to her. And I also, I also like the idea of being like, excuse me, I will help you now, miss. He said I was a child. Um... And then, more I try to punch her in the throat as well. With the assassin on the ground? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Roll me another hit. Guns off, throat puncher. Oh. 11 does not hit. <laughs> I run up like, <laughs> I'll help you now, I'll punch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> as she's like touching the assassin from afar with her spear. The two of you just kind of look at each other and realize that neither of you did anything. <laughs> I, we're not going to talk about this one. Pulls her spear Ruben back. Moments. Doesn't make eye contact. Damn it, Ruben. Damn it, Ruben. <laughs> Big Goral is going to uh, grab her little friend and swap their places, first of all. <laughs> Which Small. typically would prevent, would be a. Uh, she did not attack me on the way out. No, she didn't. Uh, would normally be an opportunity attack, but. Well, it will be, but it's going to be on the person moving instead of the person being moved because she turns her back to the enemy, so the only person that can be hit is her. Uh, so they do their opportunity attack on her for a 20 to hit for 5 piercing damage. She seems to sort of take the sword to the back a little bit better than her friend did. Uh, the one on the ground is going to... Can did I? it get freeze this time? It did. Mm. So it can't get up. I actually wonder about that. Because, right, so... I, when when your speed increases, mm -hmm. it's still half of your movements to stand up, right? Yeah. So does that count the same as when you lose movement speed? Like, does it, is it half of what movement speed you have to stand up? I mean, I guess so. But also, I'm just going to play it that they're stuck I, under a blanket of ice anyway. I mean, yeah, I'm just yeah. wondering. Here's what I thought. They have 30 foot movement speed, so it will take 15. Mm. It's not. Then it gets reduced by 25, and then you just can't meet 15. Like, you know how sometimes you're too weak or too cold to stand up or do proper movements? Yeah. Things kind of like that. Except you just restrain in this case. Either way. Three attacks. One towards you. Genzile two towards the blue haired. Also, can I can I get myself in the way as much as possible? Uh, if you want to take the attacks, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, eight to hit. No. A sixteen to hit, and then an eight to hit. Uh, sixteen hits. Okay, so you take seven piercing damage. Oof. Okay, that's fine. So I take four. You survived that, damn. Yeah. Damn. I wouldn't. 
Lirio. Technically, I had three uh, temporary as well. You notice that quite a few people are starting to get wounded by these uh, assassins. Ganzal just took a sword to the chest. The woman that you healed didn't seem to do any damage. And the two on the left-hand side have also taken quite a bit of damage. They're starting to bleed as well. So Lirio is honestly really, really nervous. This is... First I need... Hmm. Like... Need a rapier, <laughs> and and she kind of looks behind at her family. Like, I need my sword. I need the rapier. It can help. I looks back at her family. Your uh, your mother that is closer to you sort of picks it up. You can tell she's never really wielded one before. She doesn't quite know how to hold it, and she sort of like holds it out towards you as if to ask like. Should I bring it to you? And she sort of gives like a... But then she looks around you at the fact that you're in the middle of the combat and sort of like glances to all the people getting hurt and then like does it again, motions like, do you want me to? And then she sort of gets out of the chair and starts walking over to you with your rapier. Uh, I have a feeling that's going to take at least a turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Lyria's going to like Okay, time to be calm. I can't panic now. This is the worst time to panic. And gonna focus on this person on the ground. Because they seem to get hurt, both of them, mm-hmm. when one get hurts, gets hurt. Wait, no, this is not the one that's covered in ice, right? No, the one that's covered with ice is next to Ganzel. You go for that one instead. Yeah, uh, so she kind of, like, stands up. Like, she stands tall again, like, Burl, six foot ten feet. <laughs> Though her mum is seven feet. This is the tall lady <laughs> standing you up walking over. <laughs> I got you your grape here, honey. <laughs> Here you <go>. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, the absurdity of the situation it gets to me. Uh, she looks at the woman who's lying down like, You should look a bit cold there. Need a blanket? <laughs> Yeah, please. They rolled a 13, which is exactly the DC. So you see them sort of like consider if they're insulted at first. They sort of go like... And then they shake their head like, no, I don't... (laughs) Lyria's like... I don't need a blanket. Thank you for asking. Even even Lyriel realized that was a stupid one. She like as she was saying it was like oh I don't know. Do you need a? I'm not sure that I said that. Oh my god! (laughs) And she's just gonna like. Okay, so now the question is. Yeah, she does not want her mom to get too close to that weird hand on the ground. So probably gonna just because this is a fun part here. Like her mom's probably protective over her, but she's also like equally protective over her mom. So she's gonna like. I just go over here like I need the rape yet. I'm gonna get that, but it's fine. It's like <laughs> just holding your arm out towards her, like give, give me it's just please. <laughs> what I feel like this is a bait. She's gonna drag Lyria away. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not get involved in this fact. Yeah, that's what I'm for. Okay. I, Young I, girl, you are done. You are Ruben done. is now starting to get a bit more hyped about this whole there's we're com- they're contrasting magics. <laughs> oh, Hell yeah! Oh my god! Oh, 
Oh my god. Trust. For, forbidden love. <laughs> and he, uh, he's gonna go for a shoot on the guy on the ground for a disadvantaged attack. Forbidden magic. 13 to hit. He misses again, hits the floor next to it, and then deliberately diverts attention away. Like, deliberately doesn't make eye contact with Tal. Like, just looks at the fire on the ground, and then dramatically sort of, like, looks at the floor. I sort of forced behind that door. Yeah, that was passion, that fireballs. And then it just sort of, poof, onto the ground. You see a sort of nervousness, even though he's playing up this sort of, like, oh, I missed. He sort of, you can see, like, a sort of genuine... Fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me. No. I wanted to press him. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> and you see, like, even though... <laughs> even though his red-headed friend is literally bleeding out from her abdomen, she still, like, looks up at him and goes, like... Fucking really? really? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking really? <laughs> you missing at a time like this? You're <laughs> <right now>? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ruben, man. Ruben. He deserves Tal, better. Tal, your turn. Show him up. Tal. Your Tal. turn, you say. Fuck your Tal. turn, Tal. Come on, Tal. Fuck him up. Do it. Hey. How do you... I'm in the dick. Just you? give him that freezy dick. Freezy dick. That frostbite. Give him brew balls. I do have magic oh, missile, but I I want to keep the steaming going. Sir, with disadvantage, sure. I wish it wasn't disadvantage. Damn. Fuck. Still good. It it is, but that was a. But it was a crit. I hit. I hit. For two cold damage. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm curious. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no worries, it would be too anyway. regardless. Two damage. Sometimes, Never mind. sometimes the universe just equals out. For, for all the at home. <laughs> sometimes. This is just how things were supposed he to be. He rolled a two, but also checked his crit and also rolled a two. <laughs> yeah. He rolled one plus one, and Tao had learned math. Tao <laughs> learned math. He knew. Yeah. So at the end of your turn, Dave. Uh, seeing as it's somewhat of a weak hit, I'll look over at Ruben again, who's doing the dramatic. Don't look at me. I just... If I could smile, I would. But I'll just try to, like... <laughs> I'll just try to, like, not signify, like, a, uh, try again. Come again. You do notice that uh, Something that sense. the grey-haired woman notices you because Ruben's currently looking away and she sort of like glances between the two of you and then goes and starts like whispering something to Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> matchmaker, matchmaker, like she's sort of like... Is she? He's nodding at you! He's nodding Just so you know, he's nodding! <laughs> I, I know we're, we all, we're only dead, but... But he's nodding at you! Almost dead, but he's not yet! <laughs> how, how are all the I may be here? soon dead, but I want you to live. Oh, oh, live, my oh, dude. Everybody except from the ones that are doing ranged magic are all looking pretty bad, damage-wise. 
Everybody's pretty bloodied. The boys are dumb dumb with about his running binding. Oh yeah, you have that! What's yeah. that do? It's a, it's a kind it's like a shit shield. A shit shield. It's not a shit shield. No, for now it's a shit You're shield. A level it's, one. it's upgradable. <laughs> you um Yeah, shit shield is better than no shield. I have to pick something to not allow me to die considering I'm the only tank in this party. <laughs> yeah, probably a very good idea. I was like, oh my god, I have all these cool ideas, like a little hand that can pick things up for me. No, no, no. Fuck! <laughs> I need to stay alive. She tries to strike again with this spear, which, again, would have oh no damage. Oh my god! But she she strikes right between you and the assassin, and then, like, freaks out advantage? a little bit. Uh, yeah, she so does. she crit, so she would roll another die. So she could actually do damage. She did. Yeah, she could roll another die. Uh, she could have done... One damage. <laughs> I won. I won damage. She pierces like right into the side of this thing, whatever it is, just between you and it, and sort of like freaks out that she nearly hit you and pulls it back again. And then like tries, she turns it round so the back of the spear is facing you and starts like trying to move you to the did side. Did she do? Did she do minus one damage on the first attack? Yeah. Technically, but you can't heal someone by hitting them. So. Well, unless you specifically heal someone by that hitting sucks. them. So she sort of like tries to knock you Pulling to the side with her out. spear. She's trying to like get you away from the assassin again. No, <laughs> stop it! Go around! Go around! Go around! <laughs> Redhead. I'm not moving. She can't really do much because every time she tries to move, her friend just stops her. I'm trying to save my fucking life right now. She needs to go around and she wants to fight her. So she's staying still for now. This assassin is going to go for another few attacks. In fact, no, it's not. Is it going to stand up? It's going to stand up. <laughs> it's going to stand up. Oh no. Up. Hmm. By the powers, that's combined. She's like fucking high fives you and they form into one person. She's going to grow bigger. I don't, don't want to see the merch. <laughs> Sprint over here. Whatever they are. Does Big Girl get an attack of opportunity? Yeah, Big Girl's going to get an attack with a 17 to hit for 12 slashing damage. Jesus. This thing sort of like takes the blow and then fly. It sort of like zoofs, flies instead of stepping and jumping over the piano. It sort of like woofs through the piano. Reaches this like fin woman and then just sort of like you guys, Tal can see and Lyriel can definitely see. You can't because you're with the other one. This like spiky toothy like mouth that it had agape sort of forms into this like half twisted smile and then it goes and like grabs onto her and starts biting at her and she is in only robes she doesn't have any weapons she doesn't have anything on her so she just takes the damage which is going to be for these purposes the same damage as a rapier but it's going to do other stuff so she takes like nine piercing damages that like she gets bitten into on the shoulder and she like lets out this sort of it still sounds peaceful it's almost like song like but she screams but it sounds like she's sort of starting a song she's kind of got that like <gasps> kind of sound to her when, when you scream but you're gonna be professional for other people <laughs> so this like thing bites into her and she's just like oh <gasps> I, I can't. I can't wait for the. Uh, I can't wait for the girl who was singing. I was just harmonizing. 
is until she realizes the other voice oh, dies out, like She's literally dies out. And uh, the the woman with fins coming from her head sort of falls to the ground, and her little frog friend like holds her up from behind. He's sort of like holding no. her back, and he looks up at this like spiky little creature, and this one just sort of seems satisfied, and woofs away. She just wanted one kill. That was it. One. She isn't dead, but she has fallen over no, and she's, she's like grabbing at like, illness. A bite. Bites are never good. Bites are always cursed. Never, unless it's a beast, a bite is never a good thing. Even when it's a beast. Yeah, yeah you know what? You're right. Even when it's a beast. Rabies still fucking exist, dude. Genzel. Komodo sure. dragons? Snake? The bacteria, all that shit? No, I'm just bitching the throat. Okay, go she's still on the ground, right? Yeah, she's she got the ice blanket. She can't do anything. I like that new nickname for you. Just throw a puncher. Throw a puncher. Fuck her. Fuck you. You missed. <laughs> Wait, is she is she coping with that? Is not giving me anything extra? Like nope. she, she can't move. You get advantage. I, li- I line up the I line it up and nope. then I go to stab and it's like a fucking then trip over and stab yep, the wall. Pretty instead. much. You can't get any more than advantage. Oh. No double advantage here. Kick her in the head. Fucking stop! I stamp on her nose. Okay, twenty-one to hit. That hits. For eight bludgeoning. Fuck you. You break off the bottom half of this one's mask as well. No, in my head, I'm trying to push him off. No, no, no. <laughs> and it sort of like lets out that same sort of hissing sound at your foot as you're kicking it. It just sort of goes like towards your foot. I don't. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh. That's the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. She is gonna leave the combat and start turning to her friend and sort of attending to her, trying to make sure that she's okay. Look over her wounds and everything, so she's leaving combat for now unless she's really needed. This one is gonna go for you because you just punched it in the face. Good bitch, fuck you. Extra three hit points. Extra three hit points. Thank you for reminding me. You're gonna need those. A bad. 15 and a 14. None of them hit. None of them hit? None of them hit. Nice. I lost a bet. As this <laughs> thing's just sort of like reaching out and going for your foot okay. because it's right in front of it. I have a pretty high AC look But you're pretty good at getting out of the way of yeah. attacks, so it's kind of like going for your foot, you're sort of just like. I'm just like, near my foot. Like, no. I'm, I'm keeping it near your head so I can kick you in the face again, but I'm, you're not allowed to touch me. Lariel, you noticed all of those things happen. Not me, foot. No. You notice that one of them's gone. You have it. And after biting someone that wasn't part of the combat, and you also notice that one's still on the ground trying to get to Genzo. I'm watching that fetish. Leave me alone. No chomping. New question. Does your mum make it this round? Yes. Your mum has made it to you and given you the rapier. But also sort of fallen back on like she fell onto her butt in fear of seeing that thing happen right next to her. She sort of like stumbled over her dress and fell onto the ground. And she's sort of like shielding herself away from where that thing was originally, even though it disappeared. She's sort of yeah. just keeping herself covered as much as she can. And she sort of like looks up at you and just sort of like gives you like a... For the first time ever, she gives you a nod of like, you you can do this. You deal with Go this. get him, girl. <laughs> Go. Deal with this. I can't. I'm gonna sit here. Go. So Lyria is gonna grabs the rapier, puts her hand on her mom's head. Guys, look, kind of quick pat on the head. It's fine, and just kind of and rushes over, runs over, like after getting the. Hang on, I'm trying to 
Yeah, it was cute. Cute. The, the. Okay, actually, no. Runs over here, and just kind of like, gets a rapier out and just goes to stab. You also person hear over. your other mother yelp and then start heading towards your mom. Yeah. Your other mother. Your other mother. Yeah. yeah. This is her mom. Is it, that's mom. That's mom. And this, and that's mother. <laughs> mom and mother. Uh, the one you like and the bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> mom and mother. There, none of them are bitches. I could. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll, I call her mama. There's only one mama. bitch in this room. Okay. Mom, one, and, and, and that's mom two. Mom. <laughs> like two, <laughs> mom, yeah. one, mom, two. You know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm calling her. I, I will change it. I'll change my notes. I'll call her mama. Mama. Mom and mama. Mama, you know who's joking, right? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm changing it. Fuck it. I, I go. <laughs> I'm using the Swedish word. Okay, give me those Mama. attacks. Or okay. Attack even. Um, one attack. We're baby boys. Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty-three definitely hits. Sorry. I'm not a baby. So, the blue haired lady sees suddenly. I have a brave here. <laughs> Aha. And you piercing. <laughs> you stab into her. You get the hissing starting to face towards you instead of at Ganzel's foot. And Lyria's kind of like... Realizing that, oh, I put myself in a position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kind of... I think it's going to be funny, but she yelps. A little bit like, oh, oh, I did a thing without really thinking. Whoops, and she kind of... Just soups away. Suddenly, she's gone. I'm using the f- the nimbleness uh, racial features that uh, l- Lunas have. Lunas have. Pop it up. And it's Misty Step <laughs> that I could use once. And basically, I go from standing over here to let's say I'm turning up a bit about. Yeah, I'm over here now. So, just <laughs> holding the rapier, like, oh, right. No, that's how fights go. You, oh, right. <laughs> Shoot. Is that your turn? Yes. Okay. So, Blue Heart Lady and Gunsel saw Lyriel run in, give a good stab, and then realizing that I, I am about to be bit, bit I soup away. <laughs> so, the tower kind of. Ruben sort of like he feels like this is his moment, you know. He's got to do this. He has to now. He sort of like glances around the room really quick and then takes a couple steps forward just to try and like ensure that he can hit and goes for it again. For Come a, on, Ruben. For a uh, twenty. Uh. For five fire damage, as this thing just gets like a fire, a small fireball to the face. And he gives, like, you see him, as he casts the spell, and it finally hits, the whole bravado of, like, competition just drops for him, and he looks at his hands, and just stares at them, like, wide-eyed, like, he accomplished it. Like, he just kind of starts glancing between the two of his hands. And you see, like, even though, again, even though the redhead's, like, bleeding out, she, like, gives him a strong pat on the back, and she's like... Finally! <laughs> and just like, holds on to it. 
It's not damn it, Ruben. It's damn Ruben. Damn Ruben. Oh, well, I can't lift that down now, can I? Mm. We're sticking to the theme. Stick to the theme. Twenty-four. Ten. A ten does not hit. You shoot the floor next to it. You're a bit mesmerized by the flames. You kind of notice that happen and go like, Oh, hey, he, he did it. And then shoot to the I'll side by accident. Out of curiosity. Oh, that would have been good too. It would have been good. Alright, well, I hope at least it messes them up. Confuses them. I'll turn to him. Good one! She is going to turn and look at her dreamer friend and sort of she just stares at him blank faced but you see him go like nod and then he starts heading over to like he starts making his way around the piano so he runs to there pretty much and starts like trying to communicate with the the grey-haired woman. They both speak different languages, so he's being like, and she's just like, huh? What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> fuck what? what? I can't fucking understand. She's also being like, huh? What? But she sort of like moves around to her friend, like they're both trying to communicate with this guy now. He's like, he doesn't know how to speak common, so he's just kind of like, gesturing at them trying to explain and then he starts like his hands start glowing and Estrid sort of just like takes his hand puts it on her wound and goes and pushes it against it and hopes that it's a good thing rather than a bad thing and her friend like goes to stop her he then sort of engulfs her in this golden liquid for a couple seconds and then she comes back out and the blood stopped and she sort of like looks down at it like doesn't speak common in this day and age. I know. Blasphemous. Ganzel. I get down. I get down. I line up my fist with her throat. Okay. I, I leave it there for like half a second. You have advantage. I pull it back and I slam it into the throat. You have advantage. 19. That does hit. For six bludgeoning. You line it up, slam it right into the throat, and as you slam it into the throat, both sides cut off and then it despawns into mist. It sort of like poofs as you like stab into its throat. Whenever I had that power before. And it disappears. And you all sort of Lirious. look around at each other. Larry is standing in a corner holding a rapier like Um I just stabbed someone even though I feel more innocent. Yeah, we're out of initiative now. Can so. I quickly turn to the girl next to me? Yeah. And like take a look at the wound that she's got. Pretty equal to your wound. I'm not worried about mine right now because I have uh, proficiency in like alchemy supplies. Can I see if there's like any infection or anything like that? Uh, you can roll medicine. If she'll be see okay. If any infection? I don't even ask. I just sort of like go look at her I punch and then look up, turn and go. Okay. <laughs> looking at her wound, you you notice that she doesn't seem put off by this. I uh, have no advantage on eight. Almost like okay. advantage because my no no. Not in this situation. No, I wouldn't understand. Um, you look at her wound, she doesn't seem bothered by you 
touching at her wound. Like, she winces a little bit because it's sore, but she doesn't, like, try and push you away or anything. She just sort of continues what she was doing. I, like, look up at her quickly, like, um, I won't see anything wrong with it, but if, uh, maybe get it checked out by, like, an actual healer. Um, just sort of, like, pile and walk towards the people, little people I got her. She sort of looks down at you and gives you, like, a, a thankful nod, and then again, you hear, like, Lyriel did before in her head, this whispered sort of, thank you. And then she heads off the other direction, sort of to her friends over here. There is Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. First off, I didn't notice Fish Lady got bitten, right? Ah, uh, no, you were too busy in the mid midst of casting ice. Okay. Then I'll wait with my question until after. Okay. I see that. Uh, did it look like Gansal knew what he was doing when he helped her with her wound? He, he looked like he had some sort of understanding of it, but again, the way he sort of spoke to her afterwards kind of gave like a I'm not really sure vibe. Like he yeah. kind of squinted his eyes and kind of shrugged a little bit. I am actually trained in medicine. Yeah. I just felt really bad. Like you knew what you were <laughs> looking for, but you just didn't really see anything, but you were like... Okay. So Lyriel kind of like holds her weapon like down like like this, so she's kind of like down, not so it can hurt anyone. Runs up to Gensel. Um, oh, there's... Uh, a lady got bitten. I, she, she's on the ground over there. If you know what you're doing with medicine, you go over there. Just follow. And she kind of puts, kind of leans down and pushes him. Uh, I know. Or, and I, I don't mean push by. I just like look at Tom. Like, you're right there, friend. Will you're right? Did not get hurt come on, or anything? Come on, come on. Yes, you didn't go, get go, you didn't go, get hurt or anything. Go, okay, go, 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 You guys can go past. So are you going to follow them as she shoves him past? I just, as, soon, as soon as we get past him, I just start running towards the girl, who's obviously like falling on the ground Yeah, now. she's like grabbing at her shoulder. And the frogman's sort of like looking around, looking for help as well. I, I just like scoot down, like get on my hand, go and get my knees, even though I'm probably like... You're the same height as her sitting down, um, but yeah. I look at the frogman. Is it alright if I... Also, on my end, I would have turned to him as he was running past. All good here. What? About, oh goodness! And then see fish lady, okay. and then run with them. Is, is fish lady conscious? Is she like? She's conscious. She's like gripping. Like it's like she's trying to rip it off. Can I? Do you mind if I look for a second, miss? And she sort of like winces and puts I her like, hands away. Try to pull her neck so it's like open. You like pull it taut. She like grits her teeth, and then the frogman, without thinking, pulls this like tiny. It's almost like a stick. Like, he doesn't have a staff, it's like a stick. Yeah. He, like, pulls it off, puts it I between your teeth. I was about to say yeah. the same thing. And then she just sort of, like, bites down on it, and he's like, I'll get another. Well, let me have a look. Um, I look over at the rail. Uh, I know you're not trained in this, but if you could keep an eye out for anything that doesn't look normal, and let me know. Uh, Basically, okay. to help. <laughs> and Larry kind of, like, hunches over, just get closer to the ground. So, seven, six, ten. <laughs> Tries to get as well. Um, so... What can exactly not be called normal? I, I just anything I know, that looks like it isn't normal. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know humans and lunians. Sure. Speaking of, look, is she bleeding? She's got like a sort of festering wound. Like it's kind of, you can tell that there's something not normal with it. It's starting to like um, the veins around right. it are like black. Should I roll medicine? Uh, you can roll medicine to try and figure out what it is. Oh, natural twenty. Oh, baby. Nice. And a natural one and at the same time. One, yeah. Uh, in the background, just before I explain what you saw, uh, Lariel's mum sort of pats Tal on the shoulder and then just mutters, uh, not this mum that's on the ground, this mum that's run over, puts her hand on your shoulder, mutters, 
keep her safe. And then pulls the other mum away. Oh, it's like a, a stern sort of. You better. I have an idea. <laughs> but before I find out if you're about medicine, I have an idea. Infections tend to tend to get paused if they get really cold. Mm. Like, cause like the 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 the, the, the microorganisms go dormant. So my idea is maybe asking Tao to just like freeze the area for now. Okay. But I'll wait to find out what uh -huh. medicine check says first. So as you're sort of looking over it, you also notice that the, the veins around it are spreading this black, sort of the same sort of ichor that you saw before. And the wound itself is, the closer you're looking at it, the more it's starting to look infected. Uh, it's like kind of got that pussy, sort of horrible look to it, and it's really red and swollen. Um, she, every time you go away to do something else, she immediately starts trying to like claw it off of herself. Nope. I, I look at those like... <laughs> Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna hold your hands now. Just, uh, she kind of like, Lyria kind of like grabs her hands and you're like, just don't claw with it. The, uh, the frogman just starts like stroking her hair from behind and kind of like ribbiting, trying to like keep a, like a, almost <laughs> like a purr. He's trying to like keep a sustained sound. Um, because I, because I told you that I pick up any herbs that I find, mm -hmm. I've like, Got any sort of herb that would help with infection at all? Uh, you've got like. Like obviously I don't have any potions because I don't have an yeah. alchemy kit yet. You you have herbs that you know can be used to make things that would help with it. Maybe like crushing them? maybe crushing or eating it would help, but you don't. You know, know I pull out some herbs. Okay. I take half of them and I like. She pulls just, the stick. Oh, she tries to pull the stick out, but her hands are being held. I I, I quickly pull it out, put it in, and I put that back in, <laughs> and then um, I. Try to rip them up as much as I can, like, you know, grind them using, like, the, the bone like claws, claws and stuff yeah. like that. As much as I can. Shrug, put it on the wound, and then... Uh, Tao, um, could you put some, uh, some of that ice magic over it, if you, if you would, please? How much can I control it? Hmm, at level one, how much can you control it? It's a cantrip, right, Rare yes. Frost? Yeah. You can control it to some degree. It's not like it takes a lot of magical energy for you. You can control it to not do damage, but it's more or less going to do the same thing because it's a spell that you've learned. So you kind of shoot a small ray at her shoulder instead of like placing it like you should. So it kind of bounces on it and she reacts, okay. but it keeps it you know, cold. While we're on the topic, because I had another idea. Mm -hmm. Shape water, right? Yeah. If she was bleeding profusely, could I use shape water to stop the blood? Or like, get it back in? You could do the water in the blood, but not really That's not bad idea. the blood itself. You could try and hold as much of the water from the blood in one place until it tries to congeal, maybe? But you I can't mean, like, move the actual Ava blood itself. I've watched Avatar before. If Katara can do that shit, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine logic. Avatar. Yes. <laughs> Avatar comes we in and ruins everything for us. We you have, have it under control. Yes, as much as it can be in this situation. Okay. You've got Tao sort of like keeping it sustained cold. You've got Lariel holding her arms so she can't scratch at it. And you've got you pushing herbs into it and sort of trying I, to I cure it. I look at her and I'm like, Alright, uh, we're all good now. You're fine. Um... If you two could keep her company whilst I take her friend away for a second, is that okay? Um, should we're we here. Ask around if anyone can actually. Yes, do that, do that. Uh, 
I'll keep the cold then. Um, I want to quickly just like drag her frog friend to the side for a second. Okay. Just like very quickly be like. Oh, wait. Right, I don't know um, what what it is. I've never seen anything like it before, but I've given her something that I think might be like anti bad, like anti disease stuff. I don't know what the word anti-bad. is. Anti bad. Anti bad. You know. <laughs> um. And I didn't know if it was through the digestion or if it was on the wounds. I did a bit of both. Oh. And also my friend's frozen the wounds, so it might help it um, not uh, spread, as, spread as quickly. No, we need to keep it frozen. Maybe, no, I was going to suggest that you actually find somebody who's a bit more uh, mystically heal, you know, mystically when they heal. Oh. And, and uh. while doing this, oh, sorry, uh, Lyria's kind of like holding her hands and just kind of like makes herself up. So... Is there anyone around who's kind of, you know, good at healing? I've she, already healed up. Is she today. shouting that? Or like quietly going, is someone here? I'm guessing it's kind of quiet here. Or is it loud? Um, well, I mean, all the music groaning. stopped and yeah. people are all sort of crowded around you, so you don't really need to shout. Yeah, sure. so, so she's kind of like, just, if, I mean... Okay, no. Somebody who can heal you step up now. <laughs> the, this is not a question. You do it. <laughs> uh, the man that's been talking to the two women in the corner is sort of like continuing to try and explain stuff to them, and the grey-haired woman just frustratedly grabs him and turns him around to point him at you, and he kind of and she's like fucking pushes him, and he's like stumbles towards you, and then like realizes that you're all on the floor, so there's probably someone that needs help. And like comes over and crouches down, and sort of like starts to summon this like gold liquid in his hands again, and looks between you all. She wounded. Ouch. Her. That points down. Her. Ouch. Ouchy. He sort of just repeats "ouch" back to you, and then nods (laughs) and puts his hand like on the wound where Tao is keeping it cold. He sort of like gent, really gently, like a feather, like brushes your hand out of yeah. the way towel just to and, put his hands yeah. in the place Illyria kind of like like put kind of also like okay. ouchie bad ouchie and she kind of points at the black veins that's it <laughs> bad ouchie I, I just want to be sure because it's like black and stuff um let me double check something I understand are any is anybody around here damaged as well you're damaged I am what kind of damage I have Everybody else is too far away, but uh, he he just starts muttering these words. Actually, everyone that took damage, he uh, he does a mass healing word. This boy high level down. But for four healing. <laughs> Funnily enough. Hey, that's more Funnily than enough. enough. Funnily enough, take me to exactly max. <laughs> and uh, takes her to exactly max. Takes her to just below max and takes the woman that he's healing he you don't know if it if there was anything else underlying like magical then he didn't heal that but he definitely healed the actual wound and whatever infection there was the black veins seem to still sort of be there a little bit but how smart am i <laughs> can i run question. check for an idea that i might have yeah sure thank you I mean, if you if you can have it as a player and your intelligence is in the I'm smarter than the average bear. Yeah, if your intelligence isn't in the negatives, I'd say if you as a player come up with it... I run over to him and I'm like, I'm like, um, sir, can you understand me? 
no eyes, but he's just sort of staring at you. Could you nod if you understand me? What? What? Who is he again? He's like one of the gold boys, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a dreamer. What they speak? Dreamer. They I speak dreamer. I'll speak that. Um, dreamer. I saw the blue head girl communicate with him earlier, yes. right? I look over and I like, hey, I don't know your name. I just, point, I just keep pointing until she's the one who looks at me. Everybody you sort of in, individually looks around until blue, she looks. Blue one. That one. You can talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. Could you tell him? Could you come over here? I don't want to shout. <laughs> she sort of moves over. Right. I, I tried to. I was trying to talk to him, but I didn't want to, anything to be lost in communication. He might want to check if she's cursed. And she looks at him, and he turns his head to look in her general direction. They don't say any words out loud, but they communicate. And he sort of nods and then starts like thinking and like looking through like a little tiny notebook that he has of you assume sort of spells and things. Uh, and then he casts Remove Curse on her, just in case. Uh, the black veins start to sort of fade away. Was she cursed? She was cursed. You don't know what with, but he sort of casts the remove curse and then turns his head towards you again and gives like a gentle nod and then thumbs up at you. That's like give him a quick like gentle tap on the shoulder. And we're gonna end the session here today because it's past the time we normally would play to. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Much better. But first session done character first session pretty fun established nobody died nobody's dead yet damn it <laughs> i mean nobody died like nobody in this yeah. whole as a room died i don't trust bites i won't do it i won't trust, trust bites i won't trust bites if you've been like he slash it slashes her with like a black dagger be like okay that's fine whatever <laughs> whatever i don't care i don't trust bites bites are never good